This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. In 1960, the new American Football League established a franchise in Buffalo, New York, named in a fan contest after frontiersman and Wild West showman Buffalo Bill Cody. The Buffalo Bills would go on to develop perhaps the most fanatical fan base in the National Football League, despite a legacy of pain that includes four straight Super Bowl losses and their greatest offensive player being O.J. Simpson. And the Bills are one of two things that put the upstate New York metropolis on the map, the other being the spicy sauce bird limb of disputed local origin known for its eatability and alcohol absorption properties, the Buffalo Wing. In 1982, two Buffalo expats, Jim Disbrow and Scott Lowry, relocated to Columbus, Ohio, noticing a paucity of proper wing joints in the city. They decided to open a Buffalo Wing spot, notably not a wing stop, of their own in the Buckeye State Capitol, savvily locating it next to sports powerhouse The Ohio State University serving wings alongside a roast beef sandwich called a Weck. The wings outlived the Weck, and with its vast dining rooms and laser-focused marketing tagline of Wings, Beer, Sports, formerly pitched by comedian Steve Ranazizi, this asexual Hooters grew into one of the notable chain success stories of the aughts, currently sitting at 1,200-plus locations. And while social distancing might preclude a dine-in experience this coming NFL season, when Buffalo Bills fans aren't suplexing each other through flaming folding tables at tailgate parties, they just might be chowing down on the output of the world's largest sit-down wing specialist. This week on Dope Boys, we return to Buffalo Wild Wings. Welcome to Dope Boys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, the Hills Have No Eyes, the Spoonman mm. Mike Mitchell. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good. Hey, you know what? That was uh, that was from Tanya and Darren Chan, who wrote, Here's my husband's roast. He is too scared to submit. Wow. Mm. Sounds there. like a real Doughboys listener. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, will you send him my roast? I'm scared. <laughs> Roastspoonman at gmail.com. That's just good wifing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> really? I don't know. I mean, as, as as someone with a wife, I would never make my wife roast my favorite podcast for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just don't think that that was in the box. I think it's kind of pathetic, personally. Yeah. I mean, it is pathetic, but, <laughs> but you know, like you said, it's very, it, it's, it's uh, on par for a Doughboys listener. Mitch, we have an exciting episode today, a great guest, yeah. uh, but I want to talk about something that I just discovered. I, I certainly did not innovate this. Someone else did mm-hmm. this, and I copied it, but it has changed my home pizza consumption. Kitchen shears for slicing up your frozen pizza. It works ah, so well. It's a little okay. miracle. It's so much easier. And you know, if you don't have a pizza cut, a lot of people don't have a specialized pizza cutter. Um, but, you know, versus like trying to, to to saw through it with a knife, some kitchen shears, man, it'll just make quick work of that bad boy. Yeah, that sounds crazy. What you're what you're trying to do is saw through it with a knife. <laughs> sounds insane. 
It's a, I mean, I've tried to do it with like a chef's knife or a steak knife or whatever. And yeah, it's just, it's very clumsy and cumbersome. You end up with those slices where like all, all the cheese slides off of it. But we use those chicken, those kitchen shears rather. Um, you'll, you're, you'll you're, you're, the, through you're, it. you're the spill master. I'm just surprised. And also, yeah, you know, you, 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 you got some suicidal tendencies. So I'm shocked that That's you haven't, true. I'm shocked you haven't taken that, plunged that knife into the center of your chest somehow <laughs> while trying to cut up a pizza. Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> uh, Nick, I was just going to comment that that is uh, infamously the way that Sylvester Stallone eats his pizza in uh, Cobra. He uses, he doesn't use kitchen cheers, but he does use just like regular scissors to like slice it up the way he wants. Damn. It's fucking badass. Does that mean I'm an alpha like Stallone now? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yes. He is so, he is very badass in that movie. He never takes his sunglasses off. Wow. I put you more in the category of that guy who is too scared to send in a roast. <laughs> I'd be too scared to ask my wife to send it in. That's the level I'd be at. <laughs> hey, we we love we love we love Paul Shear. We love kitchen shears. It's true. Uh, That's Leslie good, has right? Les, it's very good. Leslie has shared a, cl- a clip in the chat. I'm perusing it now on. I'm mute. watching it right now too. Oh, I gotta and, mute it. Yeah, this is uh, this is Cobra Sylvester Stallone. Embodying the character of Cobra. And you know, where does Stallone end and Cobra begin? We don't know. Uh, but question. he's just, yeah, he just sliced through that pizza with just some some office scissors. I, I got a Google Chromebook ad. All right, here we go. Yeah, I'm watching it now, too. He's got, he, I mean, he does look, he's got his sunglasses on in the house. Yeah. There's no need for it, but he also, Cobra lives in like a pretty swanky apartment. Is that as a, it looks like it's like a, a the office for a dot com. It, it looks it looks like a podcasting studio. Yeah. Is, is Cobra is he is Cobra a podcaster? Also, it, there's no need for him to there's no need for him to cut the slice the way he just did. This is insane. No, he cut it. He didn't uh, like he cut it like in half uh, horizontally, like against the grain. It was very strange. It was it was it was like a bris. He like yeah. cut off the tip of the fucking pizza. It was it, weird. It's very ceremonial, but uh, Cobra is a very like interesting movie. Not to get into it, but it's about a gang of serial killers that like have motorcycles and Uzis. They're going around Los Angeles. This was back when people thought that like everything was going to turn into Mad Max in uh, right. L.A. and New York. It's one of those uh, <laughs> sort of films where like the city is hell and, fil- and I'm the <laughs> king of hell sort of thing with a uh, cobra. Escape from New York style. Yeah, exactly. But the dystopia went in the complete opposite direction, and now they're just like these bedroom communities for the super rich, and the working class can't even afford to go there or to live there. How to ho to Spoon Nation. <laughs> uh, Wags, Leslie, Emma, I'm going to hit you with a little drop. Here we go. Oh, I got to share my. I got to share my audio. Here we go. Amazing. 
Very good. Amazing. Was that a collab? Did you know? Did you work on that? Did you get in the studio specifically for that? Because that woo like yeah. gave me chills. That's like Ric Flair in his prime. I feel That's, like I you was, know what? <laughs> it's very funny that you say that. That cu- it. This is this is uh, the email is labeled as Ric Flair times Blur Drop. Hey guys, it's Cherms McTurban from the Dozcord. Hi Cherms. We know Cherms. We know Cherms. Hearing you guys, hearing your guys' indistinguishable Ric Flair impressions inspired me to make this drop. Thanks for all the laughs. <laughs> Sincerely, Charms McTurban. You got it. Leslie, you nailed it. Yeah. Right he off the bat, woo. you got it. He loves to say woo. The man goes woo. Yes, he does. He, no, he goes woo. That's oh, what he does. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a woo. <laughs> and I think I did it. I think I when I did it, I said whoo. I think I, I think I got it wrong. Oh, you sometimes, said a who? So, sometimes when he would get because exa- he'd get very excited when he's giving these promos and like he'd be out of breath by sometimes. So sometimes you would get just a who a who or a just kind of an air <laughs> a, a, a breathy like air would come out of his lungs because he had been ranting about his alligator shoes and all the women he's gonna sleep with for like the past thirty minutes. <laughs> I, I didn't even think of the the because I am uh, obviously uh, uh, to myself at least uh, like in no state of physical condition to endure a wrestling match. But I didn't think of the fact that I might be in such bad shape that I couldn't make it through a promo. <laughs> oh, definitely, it's a skill in in and of itself. Yeah, it's very funny to hear like a human being have like the small deflation of like a balloon or something like when like <laughs> even like. Even Stone Cold Steve Austin is on the way. He's like, yeah, that's the bottom line because Stone Cold <laughs> You know, like when it's like, <laughs> or it's like when, when someone laughs, you know how when, you know, we, we, we've talked about this before, Wise, when someone is like, <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like the, that sort of laugh is very fun. It's like a, the last little bits of breath inside your body going out. That's how Marlon Brando dies in Godfather. And I'm sure you've heard that noise many times over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Our guest is a host of the Politics and Pop Culture Podcast Struggle Session, Leslie Lee III. Hi, Leslie. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here in the Doe House. Um, thank you so much for inviting me and waiting until um, we can no longer go to restaurants to have me on your podcast about going to <laughs> restaurants. I do truly, truly it's coming appreciate soon. that. <laughs> that is coming soon. Old covid yeah, I mean, it, overdue. We've been meaning to have you on, Leslie. We're glad we could finally make it happen in these uh, these terrific uh, these horrific times. Rather. Trying said, times, trying times. terrific times. <laughs> I said I was trying. I was going to say terrible or horrific, and I, I landed on terrific, which is the opposite of what I was trying to say. Um, you know, did any has anyone ever pointed this out that COVID is close to Kofi? Oh boy, that's, that's money. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, send that to Andy Borowitz. He's going to want to use that. Let me tell you something. Man. Come on, man. Kofifi and, and, and COVID, they're close, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Is that Biden? That's that's Biden at the debates. <laughs> I think that would clinch it for him. Um, Leslie, thank you so much for being here. So we, we, we already talked about how we, our unique situation, and I've been asking our guests uh, in these times – um, what have you been doing nutritionally, dietarily uh, during COVID when you can't really get out of the house as much? So you know, I, I've been trying. I you know try to hit up the grocery store as infrequently as possible, like 
once every one and a half uh, to two weeks and just, you know, buying in bulk, which saves you a lot of money, saves a lot of money. But, you know, every so often we will get um, a takeout, you know, from a, a place because there are tons of restaurants um, where I live. It's one of those little fabricated communities with like a strip mall built around the apartment complex and so there's like tons of restaurants uh out there so we will get a uh, takeout but i uh dietarily speaking i have been i started off the uh pandemic doing vegan ke- uh, wow. keto vegan wow. keto wow no to number or at least vegetarian keto number one but, so two of those you know at the same time now i had to drop the vegetarian because come on it, it was so stressful it was so stressful i think everybody was stress eating but the fact that i had like two diets going simultaneously i could drop the vegetarian uh, unfortunately but still feel good about keeping the keto and right you know, keeping at least keeping uh that going even if i couldn't stick to the vegetarian just because it was just everybody was everybody i mean we've all experienced the same thing you know you you want to eat like garbage because there's nothing else to do you know but i've been been since sticking with the keto that's why i wanted to do uh bwws because that's basically one of the only places (laughs) you can restaurants right aside from like getting a hamburger with no bun you know but what, what do you even, because I've done a keto, or I haven't done keto before, but I've done like a low carb, more of a, we talked about this a little bit last week with Ed Zitron about like a kind of a, a no carb slash Atkins sort of thing before when I've, when I've been trying to drop some weight. And every time I remember looking at those guides, it's like, it's like, it's much harder if you're vegetarian, like, cause you're, you yeah. lose all these protein options. What, like, what do you even eat if you're on vegetarian keto? So, I mean, lot, obviously lots of vegetables, um, you know, nuts Yeah, you can snack on. Uh, if you're not doing ve- uh, vegan, uh, so I wasn't doing vegan, I was doing vegetarian. So I would still eat uh, like cheese and. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah, eggs, you know, but yeah, vegan would be, uh, I think would be very, very uh, tough. But yeah, relying on, mm-hmm. you know, eggs for your protein, a little, little bit of cheese. Uh, and then, you know, some of the Beyond Meat um, stuff uh. is actually uh, keto. I was surprised the Beyond Meat oh, wow. is still uh, ke- uh, is keto friendly for the most part. So, you know, just trying stuff and then trying new stuff. Cauliflower, uh, obviously, uh, becomes a big part of your life <laughs> when you do right. keto. Right, yeah. Avocados too. Avocados, right? I was talk. I was talking scissor pizza earlier, and you know what was re- the pizza I was referring to was a cauliflower crust pizza. Oh, see, there I you got, go. Those, I got some cauliflowers from Costco again, buying in bulk. Yeah, and there and there you can get those everywhere now, so it's very very uh, convenient. I people I used to you can make them at home. I wouldn't recommend it though because it smells really really bad if oh, you try to make your own like cauliflower crust. Maybe the star 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 bar uh, ones may smell a little bit better. If I order deliver delivery for one of those, I'd uh, probably have it addressed to the dumpster behind my house oh wow. come on sounds like shit i don't want fucking cauliflower <laughs> pizza it sucks but it, can... I, it works better than you'd expect oh i'm sure no you know it, it does say, it's, a, it's a nice simulacrum of the real thing i had i had a cauliflower shells uh bolognese from freshly the other day mm. not that this is this is not a paid content for freshly no the doughboys can't be bought but I, I really enjoyed it. It was they, they, they did do a good job. Is there something with cauliflower that's a little it's the little uh it's the one that you can make taste like other foods? Yeah. Something about it. It works as a binding agent. It works as a yeah, it work it, it, it I, I don't know why I don't know what it is, what property is exactly, but it works pretty well. Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh some cauliflower uh hot wings 
are can be like as good as the real thing if they make them. Wow. Mm. Um, I've had I've had some fried cauliflower and different like a like you know like an appetizer and it does work pretty well. Uh, you you were talking about the smell when you're preparing the crust because Natalie has made uh, uh, my lovely wife Natalie has made cauliflower crust pizza from scratch at home, um, and like made it in like I think in a, a, a skillet. She's done it a few different ways, um, and it's been great. But I don't remember the smell. I don't remember the the, the crust specifically smelling. So it was my wife who made. It. I think it was because she uh, the way she prepared the cauliflower, and mm. we and this was in Japan, so it was like a very small kitchen right next to the living room. So maybe that smells. So maybe if you have air to like, if you have ventilation, maybe it's yeah. not as much of a problem. It's also possible it was muted by, you know, my own natural smell, like that just sort of overwhelmed it. <laughs> um, you know so what? You, yeah, the Mullen Musk. We've, we've, <laughs> said, we've said before on the podcast that I'm not a smelly guy, but I remember uh, when I shot that video with Tom Brady, when mm. I took my shirt off, he told me that he smelled my belly button. And I've been, you know what? Uh, That's oh. the. Jesus. Jeez, wow. Yeah, hey, look, it's gross. Look, shut up. No, no, uh, no, 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 Mitch. That's not the thing. Like being told that by Tom Brady, you know, <laughs> the alpha of alpha guys. Like, how did you. Re- cover like that would kill me that would like (laughs) literally kill me if tom brady said even something jokingly you know me kind of mean to me you know what now that you say that fuck tom brady he doesn't (laughs) he's not a patriots player anymore wags wow you you know what back immediately he he left the team look he left the team of course yes he had the make america great hat again in his locker that was not a good stretch for me but also, I don't know. If Kowalik gave me a hat that said Kowalik or president, I'd be like, sure, I'll put it in my locker. And then Kowalik gets <laughs> fucking elected president and he's a fucking monster. Then, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, but- build the wall. Oh, Kowalik. <laughs> oh, my God. Kowalik. Oh, no. <laughs> no problem. He would be assassinated immediately. Um, Kowalik, I'm saying. Uh, parody. <laughs> Jesus, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, once once COVID happened and he started to sell his COVID elixirs, Dano, Dano texted you and I about this wagger. The, yes. the COVID, Tom Brady's COVID elixirs made me be uh, be able to say fuck Tom Brady. Especially now, I think that he said my my belly button smelled. Fuck you, Tom Brady. Wow, Fucking buccaneer piece of shit. Yeah, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Cam Newton guy now. I'm excited. Wow. I mean, the the season's not going to happen most likely, but I'm excited. <laughs> Um, I feels like the NFL is just reckless enough to just go full steam ahead regardless. It's kind of what MLB did. I mean, because the thing is, it's like there's just so much money involved in this thing. It's like billions of dollars. Right. Like, no. they don't care if, like, a few people die uh, to keep I mean, those, those right. profits. That's enough money that they'll 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 send a few people out to die if that's, you know, what it takes to, like, get keep the, that revenue coming in. And you know what? NBA has done such a great job with it. Nick, we've both been watching the games. Yes. We've been enjoying ourselves. And so it's a bummer to see a place do it really, really well and then another place not care at all, especially because it has Tom Brady, the guy who fucking thinks I'm some sort of human garbage <laughs> pail kid, you piece of shit. How, how did he describe the smell of your belly button, or did he just say he could smell it? And then end of sentence. Uh, I think he just said he could smell it, and that was it. He said, oh, it stinks. I think he said something like that. How did he know it was your belly button? 
I mean, just look, go back and watch the video, Weiger. I, we don't have to just get into this. He thinks I'm a big fucking garbage pail kid. He's a piece of shit. Wow. I'm a man. <laughs> um, Nick, were you a fan of the garbage pail kids? Too gross for your taste. I kind of like them, but I didn't. I never owned any of the cards. Leslie, garbage pail kids. I was. Wait, a, so I was. A, I was a fan. I was a fan. I had some of the wow. cards, some of the stickers. I I really really liked them. And my mom liked buying me for them for some reason. She liked them too. They're kind of funny, but Weiger, you were a fan without getting the stuff? Yeah, I would like admire other kids' collections and be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Messy Tessie, that's cool. And then I saw the movie and I think I like recognized some of the kids. Uh the movie's weird as hell. I wonder you did, if you did you did punch up on the movie, right? <laughs> that's the kind of thing I would be brought in for a round table for. Make $150 for a, a day of pitching alts for which garbage pail kid could get like a uh, slime dumped on them um i i remember garbage i wonder with garbage pail kids now if that because it's a parody of cabbage patch kids and i feel like cabbage patch kids have completely d- disappeared from the collective consciousness like yeah. people don't even remember yeah. so garbage pail kids is like actually endured more than the thing that it's satire satirizing <laughs> yeah yeah and i mean they were both kind of that's the thing is cabbage, cabbage patch kids were kind of ugly looking weird things too, right. right? Like there were weird dolls and then garbage pail kids were even weirder and grosser. Weird toys. My buddy also strange. Yes. Which is I had a my buddy. Kind of oh God. I had the my, monster one. My buddy. I, I had the monster uh one. Oh my pet monster. Yes. I begged for it. I begged my parents for it. I was so happy I got it for uh I think my birthday and I really actually liked it. I think it lived up to the hype. Um, that was a good ass toy if you were like six or seven. What was the My Pet Monster? He was he was like a little blue and there was a little cartoon show about him for a while. He was he was just like a he ate garbage. Yeah, and he shit. was like he a was little fun. blue guy. Hmm, I don't remember this. He was guy. like he was he was like a doughboy host. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like the way you're describing him. He sounds like Sully from Monsters Inc. Nah, he's a little more attitude and crazy. Okay. Yeah, yeah Sully's he's more of a wild monster. He, he's he wasn't fully yeah. like sentient. Like killing him yes. would not be murder, uh, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him now, and he's uh, he's so he's got like a his his fur is blue. He's got like purple features, um, mm. a big uh, uh, purple and teal features, big like like sharp teeth, horns, and he's also shackled. Yes, he's shackled like Hannibal. Like he's Lecter. forced to be your friend. <laughs> Well, that is he, well he's, he's just so like, out of control because you can't take him around other people because he will hurt them because he's he's a monster. He's a vicious monster. Wow. We we got to get you some of those shackles, Wags, for when we go on tour. <laughs> um, I think I would have been scared my, to have the My Pet Monster. I don't think I could have handled it. Oh, God. Also, I, 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 feel, I feel bad for your, your my buddy. Hey, my buddy. How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> just sitting there. The th- I think I feel like it would become sentient like Chucky, but just fucking leave, jump off a bridge. <laughs> I did wash his hair once, and it did it like ruined his head. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's looked all fucked up after. Um, that's what Chucky Chucky is based on, right? Chucky's based on. They look similar enough that 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 you know you know again might be another thing where people where the thing that it's it's uh, a parody of ends up in, uh, having a longer shelf life than the than the original. Because, yeah, they, they, it certainly looks similar. It's just like a, basically a doll of a child that you, I guess if you're a friendless kid like I was, you could have, you could have in your room and pretend he's your companion. Jesus. Yeah, well, it was, 
it was a little bit more cynical than that. It was just like they looked at the profit margins on dolls for girls and decided that they wanted to like convince boys to play with dolls too. Mm. And so that's yeah. where the my money came from. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely worked on me. It fucking worked. Leslie, you mentioned earlier you you living in Japan, and I wanted to, to talk about that a little bit because uh, yeah, I've never been there. I'm I'm certainly intrigued by it, uh, but I know that it's that uh, anytime I've heard someone who who spent any time in Japan, they rave about the food. I was curious if you had any any specific recollections or any things that you uh, remember fondly uh, from your time in Japan. Oh God, I I loved being there. There's I mean. Any kind of food you want, you can get more or less, even the international foods. Maybe not not a ton of Mexican restaurants, but you can get Italian. You can uh, tons of Chinese places. But as far as like specifically like Japanese stuff, I really was a big fan of uh, udon, udon uh, style mm. of noodles. I lived in uh, Yamanashi Prefecture, and that prefecture is famous for having, you know, some of the biggest, best, uh, thickest udon. Uh, udon is just, is the really, really, uh, you know, thick noodle. In Yamanashi, they make it even thicker uh, than that. Wow. It's so good and filling and usually, you Damn. know, very uh, affordable, you know, it's a working class uh, sort of food. People make, you know, bougie versions of it, but it really is just like a really like hearty meal uh, in a big bowl for not that much. Udon, I feel like sometimes gets forgotten in the uh, in the noodle realm, but Udon is great. Yeah, you don't. I've seen it more in the past few years in here in the states than I ever would have uh, before. A few places uh, serve it. Even Noodles and Company thinks they sell udon, but it's actually kind of thin in comparison. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of udon. Also, like the um, uh, yakiniku, which is you know the Japanese barbecue. I think most people here call it Korean barbecue. It's just where you kind of grill the thin meats uh, yourself. Mm. That's very popular uh gyukaku is a oh, famous yeah. chain in japan and also in uh, the u.s um there there i'm sure they're in la I, i've been to one in new york and they're just like really really just tender juicy delicious little slices of meat in each one just a little slice of heaven and I, leslie another scissor meal uh is is yes is, is this yes yes you do use a scissor at times yes you absolutely yeah. do Cut it on up. What are other scissor meals? I can't, I can't, uh, I can't think of too many more. Um, something. I mean, it's probably one served in a Tim Burton film. Oh God. So any meal for Edward Scissorhands? You're saying? Yeah, it's is a scissor, scissor meal. meal. Technically, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's not eating with his feet. So how about Freddy? Does it count for Freddy, or is that the razor? That's a glove. That's a glove. Yeah, that's it's a glove. glove. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he really has a scissor side to it. He could use two together. I mean, whatever. Look, we don't have to get into this. <laughs> Too controversial, <laughs> honestly. So, so you're talking about uh, uh, udon, Nick, uh, gyukaku. We got to go. First of all, we got to go to Japan. Sorry, I just stepped on you as you were starting to go into a new question. But yes, That's all right. We got to go. The Doughboys live in Japan. We go to Super Mario. We go to the Super Mario Land. Well, there's one out here though. They're building, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's it will be more fun in Japan. I hear that. Uh, that what, what's the? Is it Disney Sea? Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what everyone raves about the uh, the theme park there. Yeah, there's a Disney Sea as long as uh, along with you know just a regular 
uh, Disney World. There's tons of there's a Universal Studios if you're willing to go out there. There's tons of amusement parks and stuff. And people, I think people, especially in Tokyo, people go a lot. Like like my some of my students, I was a teacher. They would go to Disney like every other weekend. As just like wow, a, that's a, just a casual thing that yeah <laughs> they would do just for fun. But yeah, I Damn. personally never went because I'm not a big Disney person at all. Wow. If anybody's listening to my podcast, they probably <laughs> realize I'm not the biggest Disney fan. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get, I get, I get, I get why. I get, I get it. I, I, there's for me, I, I've said this forever, is that I'm so torn on Disney. I love how ha- I love some aspects of Disney, and then I, of course, hate the terrible sides of Disney. But mm. it, it now, now it doesn't see it. It doesn't seem to be as paying off as well anymore when the output is not great you know what i mean like it's just kind of the parks that is the only thing that i really i don't love disney films anymore i guess pixar yeah pixar i feel like is the only thing that I, i'm really i mean you know it, it's I, I i people like the marvel i find force them kind of exhausting i do like i do like <laughs> no you I like, like, last I like force I, I like force awakens okay i like the last jedi i've actually just discussed stop. this on struggle sessions stop it just just fucking give it up Liger. <laughs> i like it i i look you know, to being real with you, like I never, even when I was a little kid, like having to watch like The Lion King in class was hell for me. Like, wow, nothing <laughs> about Disney. Even I'm not even talking about the Star Wars or the Marvel stuff. I like wow. the basic, clear cut Disney stuff. Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland. Mm. None of that shit did anything for me. Like ever, even as a kid, I was always like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I much would much rather watch Scooby Doo, Looney Tunes, even compared to the Mickey Mouse cartoons. Looney Tunes is way better than like the old school Mickey wow. Mouse uh, shorts. Is that is that a controversial statement? Like who prefers uh, Donald to Daffy in in this day and age? I yeah. love Donald. I think Donald is the only is one of the only cool, like very good Disney characters as far as the 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 most characters. I I mean I don't know. The, over the years they've kind of lost all of it too. But Goofy yeah. was fun. We all enjoyed Goofy for a Goofy's while. Goofy's fun. Uh, you know, I, th- I think the main issue is that just, yeah, you're you're right, that the Looney Tunes just have so much more character to them, whereas Disney, it's just, they're they're just kind of, a lot of those characters are kind of bland or nothing. And then they're also kind of like mammy archetypes, too. <laughs> like Mickey Mouse is just like blackface. He's just a blackface character. <laughs> wow. It's true. You know what? It's true. I go on the record as hating Mickey Mouse. How's that? <laughs> disavow, disavow. Oh, oh, I'm canceled. Oh, oh. oh no, Mickey. Gosh, I Mitch, hope I'm okay. Not to put you out, not to put you out there, but you've been in a lot of TV shows. When it was going mm. around that they were taking all the blackface stuff off a of streaming service, <laughs> did you have to think back and wonder: is are any is was anything <laughs> I'm in? Dear God, <laughs> you know it's funny to me because I think that I would always feel uncomfortable doing that, which is surprising to me that it happens. That it was that it happened so much because, like, I think of that. Sure, if I was twenty five or something, I got ca- cast in something that they were like, "You got to do it," and the joke is that it's awkward or whatever. Yeah. I probably, as a young guy, would maybe have taken that role uh, and done yeah, it. Of course, I, of course, of course. I, I'm actually like at this point now, I'm mad that I have to like pirate. Those episodes now, if I'm going back and watching, it's always so it feels like, <laughs> like I have to go through like you're making just black people do more work. I'm supposed to be like like I have to now have to go out and pirate 
my favorite uh, sitcom in order to see all the episodes. Well, it's just a funny thing, too, to pretend that it didn't happen when it should be like, well, some maybe you should own some of yeah, that shit. Yeah, own it. Know what Say I mean? you did it, right. and you're going to do better from now on. That's all you got to do. But I, but even in co- like in college, I feel like where you're, the, the, you know, the, you're pretty peak dumb around that oh, age, yes. or younger, or even high school. Like I would never feel comfortable doing something like that. That's why it was so shocking to be like, "What? There's this many instances <laughs> of it in the in the 2000s." Like it blew my mind because, like me, a guy who people make fun of for being a dummy. Uh, not true. Obviously, I'm one of the brightest people in Hollywood. Obviously, but uh, brightest. That's the best word I could come up with. Uh. I I I would even 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 me at that like if I if if like a sketch or something like that or anything like that I'd be like Ew, I don't think so you know what I mean I I don't think I would ever want to do it and and then to, when all this when you know when like some of this stuff was happening and and people were dealing with some dealing with racism and and and, and kind of looking at themselves it was like there's so many examples of people doing it that it just blew my mind nick i know you felt the same way because we talked about it but oh yeah i mean it's uh it's wild it's it's such a different like it feels like a a completely different era but it really yeah. wasn't that long ago when it was just sort of like oh all this stuff is happening under the guise of irony or whatever it, yes, it's, it was like it was like, oh man, like Alf did black, and I'm like Alf, Alf did it, and then but then but then later on it was like also it was like Entourage or something. You know what I mean? Rock. It was like what the fuck, Thirty right. Rock, Thirty Rock. Yeah, like crazy. It, because I mean, we talk about this a lot on Struggle Session. Uh, for people who don't know, Struggle Session is a podcast about where politics and pop culture intersect. So we'll talk about things like the fact that in 2016. Uh, every comedian stopped making dead baby jokes on Twitter and all became political mm. pundits. And every and so far, like <laughs> people are still dealing with the fallout from that because up until like 2015, 2016, what you did on Twitter was make like as many jokes as possible, plenty that were offensive and would be considered completely out of line now. And then overnight, everyone was posting about how they were resistance warriors and this, that, and the other. And it's like, there was a conf, there was like, there was no like transition period where people said, all right, so are we going to forgive all this stuff that we were saying? Or are we, because what would happen is one person gets in trouble for it. Like say, uh, Kevin Hart got in trouble for some old jokes he made. And then, like, he got condemned by, you know, comedians who had their own history of making, like, you know, extremely yeah. edgy racist jokes. Some blackface, uh, too, involved in that. So it was like, all right, so, w- w- in, like, we there has to be a better way to talk about um, these problematic things from the past, where it, whether it's, you know, a sitcom, an old movie, instead of just every time it comes up, we make some big reactionary you know statement that usually just means if we like the person what they did was okay if we dislike him what they did was completely, <laughs> I mean, completely unforgivable you, <laughs> you, you kind of have nailed it i mean it just a lot of that stuff has just made me be like oh we're such like scared dummies all of us that we can't mm. have conversations like that but nick and i would still make dead baby jokes but we disagree about where life starts <laughs> yeah that's the big issue nick believes it begins at birth and for me I think it starts in the sack, baby. <laughs> I'm talking the ball sack. Emma recoiled when you said that. <laughs> Visibly flinched. Before we started recording, Mitch told us about how sticky his floor is, so I guess that means your floor is covered in dead babies. No! <laughs> <laughs> 
Emma. What? <laughs> Sorry, it was soda. Emma Just comes kidding. through. Soda. <laughs> Emma comes through with a de- dead baby joke of anyone. No, I, 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 uh, I, I had, I had to have someone install something today. I had someone in my house since the since the, for the first time since since COVID started, and we both uh, wore face masks. But it was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it got me nervous, Nick, uh, to have someone in here. It's very it's intimate, strange. I imagine very intimate. It, yeah, it, 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 it was. It was. It was weird, and it, it. I mean, he was. He had been doing it, and he. But he was also like, "Hey, man, I'm nervous for myself too." And he was. He was on top of stuff, Byron. And right. all, you know what? Byron also had some opinions on to, on today's restaurant. Wait, he did. Yeah. Wow, fascinating. We'll we'll get into he that. Certainly in a bit. did. Byron was the man, by the way. He is. He was. He was awesome. Shout out Byron. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of today's restaurant, speaking of restaurants in general, uh, I, I'm curious. Uh, are, are there any? Uh, you mentioned Gyukaku. Are there any chains that you are particularly a fan of, Leslie? Uh, outside of what we're reviewing today, you know, uh, if I if I'm not doing uh, Kato, the biggest thing, the biggest treat in the world. Uh, at least as far as the U.S. goes, is uh, ca- raising canes, uh, chicken fingers. Raising canes. Raisin. We've uh, we've we've heard from a few pa- people that we need to do raising canes, and I've never there's, tried there's, it. I'd say probably like five or so people have really pushed for it. Oh yeah, um, it's from my hometown, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The first wow. raising canes is right outside of LSU, where I went to college. I ate there all the time. It is just, I mean, they only do chicken fingers. They only do chicken fingers, but. The, with the but you had but the sauce is very very important to it there's a ritual you never never order the coleslaw my god if you wow. ever go to canes and order the coleslaw that just means that there's no one in your life that loves you i'm sorry to say wow. like wow. you do not get the coleslaw you either substitute it for extra sauce which is my preference or extra or extra piece of toast it, uh, every meal comes with texas toast and canes is That's is right. just you know the best one of my favorite chains you know it's from from my hometown but i i've also eaten it like around the country and you know they have a pretty good standards and it's just been like i i really i i love seeing it expand uh, all over the place it's a really great restaurant what what is your so uh, what is the issue with the slaw why is it why is it a no go well so it's not really it's just not really good um, but I, I feel like it really is legitimately like a test to see like, uh, all right, are you with it or not? Do you get it or not? This was started by, you know, just one guy, you know, opened up a little restaurant. And so I, it is always like a rite of passage. Like every time, Hey bro, you, you heard about this place called Cane's? Yeah. I'm going to take you there, but make sure when you order, do not get the coleslaw, sub it out for extra. Wow. There's no slaw, extra sauce every single time. Wow. It's like a little cold word to let, that lets them know that you you're down and you get it. Cut to Weiger and I both getting large coleslaws <laughs> on our first visit. I like it. Um, I'm curious. <laughs> is it wait? So is it a is it a mayo based? Is it a vinegar based slaw? I, I don't know. I've never had it. I've never had it. <laughs> <laughs> you. Leslie, you know he's gonna get the slaw now. I mean, I'm he's just gonna do. I gotta try this slaw. Just make, sure, just make sure. I would just recommend getting the extra sauce too. Then they will give you extra sauce uh, for a price. Is wow. it one sauce? Do they have multiple sauces? Yeah, so it, there's only one type of sauce. There's only one type of sauce, but you're gonna get a number of those strips, and you you always underestimate how much sauce you're gonna want on those strips. Wow, wow. we got to do it at some point. We will once um, we can go on the road again. We'll do it. 
So so yeah, they they just have the uh, they just have the tendies, the the chicken fingers at raising canes. Uh, it, I guess that kind of leads us to uh, into this week's chain. Um, what are your preferences when it comes to to breaded chicken? Are we talking, you know, because you got your you got your whole bird, you got your fingers, you got your your bone in wings, you got your boneless wings, you got your nuggets. Uh, what do you like to go with? All right, so you said breaded. Now that's a key difference because if you're doing Kalo, you can't really do breaded. Um, but if mm-hmm. we if we are talking breaded, I do prefer you know the chicken tendies. Now the canes. Chicken tenders are very different than most you'll see. They're closer to like the Popeye's chicken tenders, but they're a lot softer and better. But I do like the more traditional, like with very, very heavy, like the the Cane's fingers are very light breading, but the traditional one that you can get from the grocery store or whatever that has just like tons of bread on it. I do, I do think it's pretty good too. I just like a chicken breast in general. I, yes. I prefer a chicken breast over anything, however else you cook it. That the, the 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 those chicken tenders it, it like seems like it's made for like rock people from Neverending Story. It's like the hardest. It's like the breading is like the like it feels like rocks. Yeah. it's 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 crazy. It's 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 like super. It's super breaded. I like I like that too because sometimes you take a bite into a big chunk of batter and it and and it can be all you want. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, same thing with, with 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 chicken skin, Nick. We were talking about this with Bonchon. You bite into like a big thing of of chicken skin, and it's it can be the best bite of the entire meal. <laughs> I love chicken skin. I also you know sometimes just get like that little runoff of just some batter just got thrown into the fryer, and then it just ends up with your meal, ah, and you just get like yeah. that pure batter that that can sometimes be satisfying in a small dose. Um, Remember yeah, they asked us that at at Long John Silver's. They asked if we wanted like. Just like the the bat, like the fried batter. Do you remember this? Yeah, that's a thing they have. They just will give you some extra batter leavings. <laughs> it's very odd. And what it's not all that. It's not actually not pleasant. I it was pretty disgusting. Bad. So. <laughs> fucking disgusting yeah. country. <laughs> and they saw. You know what sucks is they saw us and they're like, "You two want some fucking." <laughs> You want some fucking batter leftovers, don't yeah. you? And we were like, "No." I, and I really, di- but I do really dislike the. Long John Silver's batter, the like puffy kind of tender. Yeah, that tender right. is garbage. I really like hate that kind of uh, bread. There, there can always be there. There, there. I feel like those are more. Li- I think that they can be good, but they're more likely to have a bad cook. Yeah, like I feel like the the tenders are. You're maybe gonna get a rubbery tender in that scenario, or or, or maybe an undercooked or, tender. Yeah, one you know, that like feels a, like too wet. I get a lot that yeah. I feel like are like a little bit too wet and. And mm. it, and just the puffiness of it can like throw off this sense that it's any kind of real food or at least a food you're, that you're used to for me. And and, and a, pu- a puffy or a thin batter can be good for fried fish. So that I, I think that that is why it's like that at at uh, at Long John Silver's. Yeah, they right? have the it's same. Pu- they apply the same batter to their chicken. They they call it chicken planks. That's the name for their tendies. But you know, we you know it's a puffy batter that I think works pretty well. I'm not sure if you characterize it as as puffy, Leslie. But uh, back to Japan, uh, your tempura. Ah, uh, mm. yes, that. See, te- so I guess the Cane's batter is is sim- pretty similar to tempura. Um, very mm. very similar, and that's a little bit that got, that has a little bit of crunchiness to it. More than that overwhelms, I think the puffiness. But most tempura uh, has a little bit more of a crunchiness that makes the puffy stuff kind of work. Got it, uh, Leslie. If if we if we went to Super Nintendo World in Japan, 
what do you think the chances are I'd be called Bowser son? Would it be very high or? <laughs> I honestly, I would say it would be very low. Um, but they, you probably would be asked if you were uh, a sumo wrestler uh, or a professional wrestler. <laughs> that is wow. quite likely. Is that true? They, they, like a like a, just a big a, a, a giant man? They're going to ask that question. Yeah, too? big. Yeah, if you're a big giant man, they're going to think you're. You know, might be a pro wrestler because I mean, most of the people, you, most of the foreigners that you would see in Japan—not most, obviously—but uh, higher than you expect number of large foreigners you would see are just professional like athletes or performers who ah. would be, you know, in in Tokyo. Like much more likely than you know, if you were in America and just saw like a tall and shaped guy. Like in Japan, there's at least like a thirty three percent chance that he's a professional wow. wrestler. <laughs> I'll just all I'll do is I'll flex for them and they'll and I'll answer their question immediately whether I'm oh, a professional I, athlete. You know, speaking of because that reminds me. So uh, of talking about wrestling and uh, Japan, there's a famous uh, Jap steakhouse in Japan that all the professional wrestlers eat. And here's the deal: wow. if they know you're a professional wrestler, it's called Ribera Steakhouse, um, and they serve kangaroo <laughs> kangaroo steaks, and they taste pretty good. Oh my. Um, but the thing is, if you, you're a professional wrestler and you go there, they give you a jacket that says Ribera Steakhouse and the jackets have become like a collector's item because when, because wow. all the foreign wrestlers would go there to eat, uh, pre, uh, pre whale for very cheap. And then they would get a nice, uh, jacket, uh, souvenir. And so people would, sometimes people would try to like lie and get a jacket and say like, oh yeah, I'm a pro wrestler to get a jacket. They're real collector's items. That's wow. awesome. Why? You could see New Japan, and uh, and and when we went to Japan, and they they're in the dome, right? Don't they? Aren't they in the Tokyo Dome? Uh, uh, to uh, uh, New Japan, they run the Tokyo yeah. Dome like uh, once or twice a year, not every time. A year, not, oh, not okay. every time. All right. not but a, not uh, Corken time. Hall is right right next to the Tokyo Dome, and they run that, and all the professional wrestling venues uh, promotions run that like four times a weekend uh, before COVID. Oh wow! Damn. Why? Cause we gotta get over there. I'd be curious to go. I, I I'm also the. I'm just curious about the business model of Robera's that they have the stash of jackets they can give away. <laughs> that feels like that would be expensive from an inventory standpoint. Well, look, let me show you the jackets. They're not like the highest quality jackets. This Got is it. Like you're buying in bulk for like the JV team. You know, just <laughs> in like adult size. You know, they're 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 not bad. They're not the cheapest model you could probably get, but they're you're, they're close probably. And they're getting to VIPs, why? Yeah. Yes. No, that's true. They're probably not distributing that many of them. Yeah. It it kind of does look like a a you know a, a pretty uh, a, a fairly low quality track jacket. I guess it was different from what I, I was picturing, like a blazer. <laughs> like uh, like if you win a like thing. a golf tournament, <laughs> like you win yeah, the like Masters tournament, <laughs> <laughs> they do a little ceremony for you for the professional wrestlers. Yes. I'd love that, uh, but this, but yeah, it's it seems like it's more on the order of what you'd get if you like ate the entire, you know, it, you ate the you ate the two pound burger in yeah. under thirty minutes, and they give you a t shirt that says like I ate the big Kahuna or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mitch, wow. I have my one of the yeah, there, I have my picture. Natalie and I went to this. Uh, we the, we used to go to this restaurant, this restaurant Fab Hot Dogs in Reseda, California, and mm -hmm. they had a challenge to eat the entire menu, and. Yeah. We did it. We both did it. I know, we both I, have our yeah. pictures on the wall at this hot dog place. 
Wow. Cursed yeah. image on the wall of this hot dog place. Yeah. See, at Ribera's, you get a jacket. You take something with you. They don't just take something from you. That's true. I wonder if business went down when they put your fucking picture up on the wall. <laughs> we'll take a... na- Finish what you're Go saying. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that they probably covered your side up and with, with, with a minion or something, and Natalie's standing next to a minion. You should have taken the break. I wasn't trying to distract from the break. <laughs> we'll take a you break. We'll be back up. with more dope boys. Go to the break. God damn it. <laughs> Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up. It can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Oh boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. 
I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, Frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura Frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. Our guest, Leslie Lee the Third, our chain, Buffalo Wild Wings. We first read right. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Peek behind the curtain. We did we just don't we when we go to a break, we just don't stop. We just keep going. Sometimes we stop. Sometimes someone Sometimes needs a bathroom we get a break water or get some or more water. Yeah. yeah. But generally, like there's the the amount of time that you've just spent listening to ads uh mm -hmm. is seconds from our standpoint. Mm -hmm. So we are in basically like we're we're I, I'm doing a reset for the listeners' benefit, but yeah, really from our side guys. of things, it's for you guys. We do this for you guys. You kind of bring in the theory of relativity, and like if you're traveling on a spaceship near the speed of light, and another spaceship is traveling like slower or faster, time passes differently for you too. And you're saying that's, that's kind of true. what the fans are going through right now, listening to us mm -hmm. talk after they've already experienced a break, but we never experienced that break. Yeah, it's like a yes. podcast interstellar. That's kind of what they're experiencing. Uh, but we yeah. have... Uh, Weiger, but, Weiger, Weiger got really old during the ad break. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> The rest of us are the same age. Um, interstellar, what happens in that? Someone gets old, right? right? There's different... The universe is run by love. is a garbage movie. Garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. I'm so glad we can all say that now. We can admit that Interstellar is a bad movie. Tenet, Tenet was supposed to save the the movies this summer, but not going to happen, Nick. Not in the it's U.S. It's just not coming out. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. It was scared yeah. of Ghost Draft, to be honest with you. There you go. <laughs> now the Tomorrow, it ran, it ran tomorrow, tomorrow War. war. Yes, now the Tomorrow well, War. Real heads know it as Ghost Draft. We'll always call it Ghost Draft. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I think the title was too scary. Bottle. So Buffalo Wild Wings we first reviewed back in the day with Matt Selman. Way way back in the day, I think year one of Doughboys was our was our first trip to there. Uh, you we, know we did we, we we I just we did a we did a ghost draft. Did anyone draft Slimer? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Slimer was drafted. This was on Slimer a Patreon episode, a Doughboys double mm. episode. I hope I got him. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to reflect on an old episode, but I hope I got Slimer. I'm sure someone can look up the Doughboys uh, Wikipedia and figure out exactly what happened, what transpired. Uh, I don't nope. remember. No glimpse of Slimer this summer. It was going to be a Slimer summer. Oh, yes. Gone. Yes. Uh, 
Ghostbusters a return reunion? Um, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> would there have been a Slimer? Life? There has to be Slimer a Slimer. You can't do Ghostbusters without a Slimer. Mm. Just a little glimpse at Slimer. I'll always know him as Onion Head. So it was founded in Columbus, Ohio by two Buffalo expats. Uh, there are over 1,200 locations. And it was originally called Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck because one of their signature items was a Weck sandwich, which is wow. a roast beef sandwich on a Weck roll. Has anyone had a, 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 a Weck a Weck sandwich? I feel like I have, but maybe I'm wrong. I've heard of them. I, mean, I know that much, but I don't know. I, I can't honestly tell you if I had or not. I, I guess probably you spending some time in, uh, in upstate New York as That's you did for university. I... Yeah, you might have had one at some point. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they 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 dropped the weck. It's cleaner, and they stay. They just became Buffalo Wild Wings, and that's the brand that endures. Uh, so we we talked about about breaded chicken, uh, Leslie. But yeah, as you observed, uh, wings are not necessarily breaded. What are your wing preferences? All right. So for wing preferences, okay. So my ideal wing order is probably going to be you know. I'm going with a, a lar- uh, you know, 15 to 20, depending on how hungry you are. If you want to save up, I usually always like save up because uh, I think BWW keeps kind of well for a day or two. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got you buy you order wings, especially on a Tuesday, which we originally supposed to do this episode on. But somebody um, had to, you know, cancel and move it out. I would have twice as many wings. I would be in <laughs> food for like the next week and a half if we didn't have to move the show. It's, it's fine. But um, I, I like to go with, you know, Parmesan, <laughs> you know, regular wings, regular traditional wings, not the not the bites, not the what they call them buffalo bites or whatever not those little round things i'm going right. parmesan garlic one sauce uh smoky adobo which is new which is new so my people might not know about that um i'm also doing spicy garlic which is really nice a nice in between like a hot and just like a kind of flavored and then you know this time i uh, against my better ju- judgment perhaps instead i usually like to get just one traditional hot maybe even mm. a wild this time today I did a full blazing, a full wow, blazing, wow. which is no joke. It is not. I have forgotten. I had not had it in years. I think because I would just usually get the hot, maybe the wild, but the blazing is like hot wing sauce plus just like I think they just grind up like peppers and put it on top of it too. It's just it is. It can be very it's hot. Im- it's impressive for a ch- for a chain restaurant. It's pretty impressively yeah, it's hot. It's not. It's not playing around. It's not playing around. Yes. At all. I feel like b- both uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and Wingstop at their top end do have a legitimately very spicy sauce. Uh, but, mm. you know, for the most, because you're right, Mitch, that for the most part, a lot of these chains just kind of mute the heat level um, uh, to make it more mainstream and more accessible. Uh, but, and, and speaking of which, one of the sauces I got was Nashville Hot Sauce, okay. which wow. is actually on their, on their scale rated as a medium sauce. Nashville hot is medium. Mm, wow, up is it can't down. Be, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be like Holland Ray's level, or right. I mean, it's it's not that hot. No, it's it's not very. I mean, it's not very hot at all. But I mean, it could. You could have thought they could have been a hot version of Nashville hot because I do now, think Nash- of it as a spicy chicken. But I think they wanted to make it more accessible. I think they wanted to say like, hey, everyone's going to want to try Nashville hot because it's it's in the zeitgeist. So let's it's make new, it right. Yes, it is it's new. new. Yeah, it's one of their newer sauces. Okay. So you like a, 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 it sounds like, Leslie, it sounds like you're like me. You like the bone-in wings. 
yes. uh, over the over the boneless. Mitch, you're a boneless man. Now hold on, Nick. <laughs> hold on. First of all, I'm not a fan of bones. I'm not a fan of boning in any way. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't. Skeletons are scary. Skeletons are scary as hell. You and I are both anti-sex. Shouldn't Skele- happen. I, I oppose. I, I, I'm pro. Uh, I, I oppose sex. Um, we call it. We call it I'm the sinful deed. We're pro abstinence. We both oppose the sinful deed. Yes. The, the oh, oh, I'm married, so of course I'm pro abstinence as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I. I. When it. But hold on a second, because. I like boneless wings like in Quincy when they're really good boneless wings. And I will get boneless wings at B dubs, but I also like to get some I like to get some bo- wings uh wings with the bone in. I, I I'll I'll switch it up. Mm. And I think that I think that BWW does some some good bone in wings as far as fast food wings are concerned. Leslie, I want to ask you quickly. You say that they keep well. What do you do with leftover wings? Do you eat them cold or do you heat them up in the oven? Or I mean, I'm sure some people nuke them, but that seems just doesn't seem See, right to me. How, how do you, I? I, I how do, do you, tend to nuke them very lightly. I might not even get them all the way hot, uh, okay. but I'll sprinkle a little bit of water on them. You know, to kind of keep it moist. I feel like if you're just nuking it dry, like it's gonna like be dry and not taste too well. I guess you could do them in the oven. I, you can even do like probably like an air fryer if you want to get really you know wild mm. with it. But usually, you know, I'm just having some wings. I, I don't need to make a big show out of it. You know. Just put it on there, 15, <laughs> 20 seconds. Just get it, get a nice warm up. But you know, it, they're fine cold too. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I was wondering. I, I got the air fryer, Nick. So that's an option for me. I got, I got, I got a few leftover wings from this order. Wow. Uh, but, but I, but I, but I don't know what to do there yet. Um, but I, I, I like boneless wings when it's right. When it feels right, I'll do it. But at, at BW's, I, I go wing in and also. The boneless wings have have a I think have a high amount of trans fat in them, hmm. which is the worst type of uh, I guess is the kind of that artificial fat that's really bad for you. So yeah, you don't want that. It I, uh, it it leads to uh, um, heart heart disease and decreased sexual performance is what hmm. I read online. So I mean, one of those things I'm worried about. <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like Leslie. It sounds like you've gotten takeout from Buffalo Wild Wings in the past. Is that correct? Uh, yes, yes, yes. And I've also been in the restaurant uh, several times. In fact, it, it here's it was one of my favorite pl- places uh, to go to um, around like you know the twenty tens uh, because that was a good place to see the UFC fights. Uh, hmm. um, and I would hmm. go there, you know, you know, once a month every Saturday and watch UFC for free, have a few wings. It, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Not as good as Hooters now, uh, as or Hooters wow. experience, but you know, a night nice a nice evening going to BWWs and watching like I don't know Rand, uh, Randy Couture uh, beat up you know somebody. I really I will say. And th- this is the interesting <laughs> thing about evaluating uh, B dubs for this week is that it is such a dine-in experience. Yes. That's how I always think of it. In fact, this is the first time I've ever gotten takeout from Buffalo Wild Wings, even though I've I've been a number of times. I mean, this is mm-hmm. and I and I like it. I like going to the dine-in. I like the dine-in experience. I like the the sugary cocktails. I like the apps. I like the way that it's situated in the bar area where you know they've got all these TVs for sports watching, as you observe. Yeah, that atmosphere of just being bombarded with more. I it, I guess it was more impactful around like 2010, but like going into that restaurant, and seeing like 
20 50 inch tvs was just like what the fuck they put a lot of money in this um and they're like blasting me with like soccer games that i didn't know were happening it, it was a very right. like kind of disorienting but also kind of like fun experience like a alice in wonderland mm. uh top thing a very boring alice in wonderland where you can just watch <laughs> like espn but still like all 15 different one all 15 different ESPNs, but still, you know, very like fun uh, environment and experience. I, I, I like a half bar, half restaurant sort of thing too. Like it's try, it's a chain, but it kind of wants to feel like a dive, but like a dive. Yes owned by like the guy who owns the ski dude dealership so he's like a millionaire and he can put anything he wants in his in his bar that's kind of what like buffalo wild wings is i agree with that and that type of bar is kind of a sports bar has kind of always been my favorite bar to just kind of like you know other bars like clubs i don't love clubs i don't love like uptight bars i like a laid back bar nick yes. like out here there's jay's bar and i think jay's bar is fine it's a good alternative where like it's kind of like a little you know little dimmer and there's tables and you can sit down. I like to I like to sit at a bar and watch TV <laughs> or have that be an, and and have that be or have that be an option like to be able to see a game or whatever and to have space. That's always yeah. my thing in bars. Well, yeah. especially B-dubs, now. It, right. Oh, 100%. And 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 BW BW's is like it's that sort of thing of when you were and if you're there not during like March Madness or other like crazy times you do have it's big and spacey and it feels the ceilings are high and it feels like a place where you kind of you can can kind of stretch out you a can little probably bit, which I like successfully like live at most bww's and like them not catching <laughs> on for like a week or so because they are like massive and cavernous like only in yes. america could you make a restaurant like this you know ginormous like for like wings that people only eat like every other weekend a, a, like a like an updated the terminal. You're just at Tom Hanks is at the <laughs> fucking B dubs. Yes, <laughs> and it's it's kind of also the opposite of uh, uh, Castaway, where he's getting bigger and bigger as the time goes on. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the uh, a, 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 I went and I got mine to go from the Baldwin Hills location. I will say that they had it was, the service was super duper friendly, and they had a really good outdoor line slash pickup setup. Like the way it was situated, um, you know, you queued outside, socially distanced, and you got up to the. No one went inside the restaurant. They were just like set up at the register, uh, handing you your food right up front. Um, I got the uh, I I got bone in wings. And I got the the sauces I got were jam and jalapeno, okay, which is classified mm. as hot, and Nashville hot, which is classified as medium. And, you know, as, as I've said on the show before a number of times, I'm something of a heat seeker. I like spicy foods, and the thing I regret is not going hotter than hot because hot is hot, but it's not quite hot. If you want something hot, you, get, you really got to go up that wild yeah. tier, which is your your hot barbecues, your mango habanero, your wild, and the aforementioned blazing sauce, which I believe is their hottest. Um, I've had the mango habanero before, and I, I didn't love the flavor, uh, but I do know that the, the uh, I do remember liking the hot barbecue. Uh, yeah, I should have gone more in that end. Here's what I'll say about my 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 sauces. Nashville hot tasted okay, but I think it would have I it, as someone who's had some hot chicken. Um, we reviewed a Nashville hot chicken place. Yeah, uh, I, I in Nashville. I really wish it was. I, I just feel like they should have pushed the envelope a little bit more in terms of how uh, in terms of how much heat it had because uh, it was just wow. a little a little too medium. 
Um, and the uh, but the flavor was okay. That jam and jalapeno was just so artificially citrusy. I just was like, it, it tasted so weird. It had too much sweetness, and then it had like this. It tasted like a lime soda, like it, like not even an actual lime flavor. Um, and and I really, I, I found that actually unpleasant to eat, even though it had a little bit more heat. Uh, I, the, you get some blue cheese and and carrots and celery. I feel like their blue cheese is good. They they are just a little stingy on the dipping sauce. I, I gotta give you a hard time and say bad choice. I mean, <laughs> uh, it just seems like you cho- you chose a bad one. Well, I wanted to try some different so, some sauces I hadn't had before, so that's why I opted for those two. Um, but uh, and I think the and you know the combo I got came with fries, and I thought the fries were were pretty good. They were mildly soggy. Uh, but Natalie had this assessment, and I and I think she was right that that the product, at least when I went and and picked up my food, all the products seemed kind of old. Like it seemed like those wings had been in the walk-in for a little bit, and they were just like Ooh. a little bit. You know, it's just not as fresh as I I would come to expect from a place that specializes mm. in wings. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but Mitch, uh, let, let's talk about your order a little bit. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm tr- having trouble trying to trying to find my order. I thought it'd be easy. Uh, Nick, I got a few different things. Yes. You know how I you know how I do it. Um, I got ten wings to start off, and uh, oh, I got it through Uber Eats. That's what I did. I went Uber Eats, Nick. Mm. Um. It was it was the best option of of uh, of of all the uh, of all the pickup options except I guess going there I should have gone yeah. there is that why you're giving me a look No I just I feel like you should have gone with Stuber Eats You could have gotten your your food delivered <laughs> by Batista <laughs> Man I hope Batista fucking choke slams you one day <laughs> just for that comment <laughs> Uh, it would actually be a Batista bomb. He's not big. He, Sorry. he doesn't use a uh, choke slam as much as uh, um, he uses a spine buster and a Batista bomb. You know what? Now I deserve a Batista bomb too. Uh, we'd be great heels, Weiger, in any sort of uh, federation. Hey, Batista bomb. Uh, if Batista Batista bombs the Doughboys. Learn himself another Ribera Steakhouse jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself ten wings, Nick. I went safe. I went with two flavors I've got before: the salt and vinegar, which is the dry seasoning. You went dry, and the meat. Yeah, dry boy. I went, I went dry for one. I yes. am a dry oh. boy, uh, and and any sense and any sense of the word. And then medium for me for the for my wet sauce, I went medium. I just went with the medium. medium. And I why, don't, why didn't you just get water? It. Why didn't you just have water <laughs> flavored wings? What? First of all, a dry sauce. I, I, the dries at BWWs, I don't rep any of them. I don't rep any of them. Wow. I don't think any of them are worth a damn. It's very hard to make a good dry wing. I think the best scenario is if you're actually like grilling them like properly, mm. you can get a good you know wing that's you know with a dry seasoning on it. Otherwise, you gotta go wet. You gotta get wet. Um, and to get wet and then go medium. I just yeah. I, look, I I don't know what that is. I don't know what that Damn, is. I shouldn't, have, <laughs> I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have called Wagner out on his on his flavor orders because I'm getting fucking roasted. I mean, over you here, got a, you got the smoky adobo. That's new. You got the chipotle barbecue. That's in the medium. You got honey barbecue. You got buffalo. You have options. Even if you don't want, you're not trying to get hot. You're not trying to get hot right. and wet. You want to stay dry and cool. There's still more interesting things. Anything is more interesting than medium. Plain, plain might be more well, interesting. Well, I, I, I went with some interesting things. Not, and I went safe with the wings. Okay, I went a little too okay. safe with the wings. Wait, I, I do, I, went, I do want to ask about, about this. Uh, this uh, your dry um, uh, uh, position here. 
Leslie, you're, you're saying not even lemon pepper. The lemon, no, I, I, I go, I, I used to do lemon pepper, and now I'm on Parmesan garlic. It's got a little bit of wet to it. Um, and right. a lot of places, Parmesan garlic is a dry, is a dry at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's not, it's a wet. But like, if, if, if I'm getting the dry from Buffalo Wild Wings, I, I, I'm going to have a little bit of sauce to dip it in. I, I like, like, and I'm not talking about the ranch, you know, I'm going to need some like, you know, really good, like, you know, barbecue sauce or something in, to dip it in because the dries, they just don't do it for me at BWWs. Um, they, I mean, the dries are dry as advertised, but I, I have, I do like their lemon pepper. And you know, the other dry, dry rub I've had success with in the past is the Desert Heat, see, which desert is one of their hotter ones. Wow. See, Desert Heat, pretty good. like I, 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 maybe I spoke too soon about the dries because I, the Desert Heat seemed like it tasted good, but the time I got it, it was overcooked. So it was like you mm. got dry, and then you got you got dried sauce, and then you got dry wings. It's like it's not a good combination. Yeah, no, that's no good. Uh, I Mitch, liked the dry wings. I liked my salt and I, vinegar. I guess if if you get them cooked right, then and which is you know you can't guarantee at BWWs. There is a lot of inconsistency, even from the same restaurant. I feel. Yeah, there's less margin for error with the dry rubs. We will get to that for sure. I I think that that is uh, that that that's a thing. But I also don't think it's that bad either. And you know what? These these dry rub wings were tasting good, Nick. They were wow. they were. Uh, the, they they put a good dry rub on it because they I, they were they 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 hit the spot. The medium the one the my sauced wings weren't sauced enough, Leslie. So oh I, yeah, I, that can happen too. Yeah 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 yeah. It's a bummer. I got three ranches and I got two blue cheeses. Um, but that that covers my wings. Do you want me to go on to what wait, else? Wait, I got, wait, Nick? You, didn't you just get ten wings? I got ten <laughs> wings. Yeah, I know. No, I know. You, I, you got three ranches, two blue cheeses. I got that's, three ranches. And so two. you're you're dipping like two wings in either of those bad boys, and that's it. Like like, yeah, like that's it. Here, you know what? I'm very happy I did it because I got I and I, I thought that I over ordered because I did it when I put on ranches and blue cheeses when I when when it was when it came to my order for the wings because it's like mm-hmm. do you want sauce with those two and I chose two sauces. But then outside of that, I added them on outside of it, and I got two ranches and one. So my, in my head, I thought I was getting two ranch, one blue cheese, which I think is okay. But, I mean, like maybe a little much. But I had too many sauces, but they were like half filled. This is one of my complaints. It was just a little dab oh, of sauce. Okay. It was nothing. Mm. And you know what? Sometimes they forget them too. So the charging for the blue cheese and ranch is just – it gets into a tricky area. They that- should – off. Offer a, b- a bigger vat, Nick. Fully agree with you here, Mitch. And, and I, I, you know, I mentioned almost as an aside earlier that they are stingy on the dipping sauce. But yeah, that you get one, you get one dipping sauce and one carrots and celery for free. That's it. And then if you want more, you got to pay for it. I feel like they got to make that cup like that cup's like a little like you know, it's like almost like a, a little thimble. You know, I feel like they got to make it like a little, little jacuzzi. <laughs> like get get one of those like those bigger. Uh, Hold on a second. So you want it to be hot. I don't want to be hot, but I just I want it to be like a, like a Some little bit hot more of a dressing. <laughs> go with your wings. I think I know what you put your hot ranch dressing on. All right, but let me let me tell you, you how, to say I like hot yeah. salad. Yeah, no, it's true. Let me say how Nonsense. how deep this goes because if you order from the app as Mitch did, so you're if you get like you know fours of wings, like twenty wings, you're supposed to get like four sauces with that. But the way that they've uploaded it to the app, it actually doesn't. You pay for every sauce 
that you order, mm. so which is not so Trash. how it's supposed to be. So it's like I yeah. don't know who's profiting off of that, but somebody like moved the decimal point or you know put turned that one into a zero, and now they're making off like a freaking millionaire now because they're getting all yeah. that money that from those sauces that you're supposed to get for free. And of course, you're not gonna want to call up the restaurant and argue about like two fifty for your goddamn ranch. So most people are right. just you know paying for it and taking it. But yeah. Somebody's making money off of that. Fu- fucking trash. Makes me mad, <laughs> Nick. I'm mad. Yeah, I get it. Will, will you? I'm um, mad on your behalf. Will you be the guy who's going to call and complain and get to the bottom of this? If <laughs> you know what, I might just be. at like Uber Eats and DoorDash and Buffalo Wild Wings. Like I want to get to the bottom of this. A big, like a big fat Karen, like the big fat Buffalo Wild Wings version of a Karen. I'm going to complain and get to the bottom of this. I want my sauces, <laughs> yeah. Nick. So, I, I, and yeah. I feel like when uh, there was there were there were moments here where I've gotten delivery with 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 Domino's and I've gotten the cheesy bread and they don't bring you and they don't bring you the marinara sauce. Oh, what what good is it? What what are you <laughs> oh, gonna that do? Happened. What you that does happen? You need that sauce. Yeah, that's a what bummer. What the hell? What is that? You throw it in the garbage <laughs> for God's sake! Yeah, <laughs> that cheesy bread without the dipping sauce—it's unrecoverable. That's the, the risk. Fuck? That's why I will usually just stick with pizza if I'm getting something like that. So at least the last sauce made fun of the, me the pizza. Be, uh, Jack made fun of me because a guy went back one time. I gave him twenty bucks when he came <laughs> you gave back. Him twenty bucks to get you a little because I felt so bad about you it. You should have right. felt bad about it, but you, you should keep like pizza sauce like on you. Have that thing on you. Have yeah, it in the cabinet. No, that's true. There's no reason not to. It keeps well. Even a can of tomato paste. All right, like that would probably serve you in that situation. I would think. I agree. I agree. Look, I didn't want. I said it to him, and then he was like, "I'm gonna go get it." And I was like, "No, no, no!" But he went and got it. I gave him twenty bucks. I felt bad. Look, sauces are sauce is an issue with the yes. with delivery. It's it's yes. an issue. The sauces have become an it's issue. It's a constant problem. I'm hoping, especially during this time, you know, those clowns in Congress can come together and take a look at this <laughs> very very important issue. If you are ordering, you should get your sauces and you should not be paying extra for those sauces just because they're on the app. Let's figure it out now. It's the time to figure it out, Nick. I agree. This should be solved. This is a solvable problem. I don't trust Biden to figure this shit out. <laughs> Trump's not oh, going to do it. Yeah, I know. Kanye such a bummer. You, can you imagine Kanye how the pissed only one. Kanye would be if he didn't get his sauces from Buffalo Wild Wings? Can you imagine? No, he wouldn't fuck around with that. President Kanye would take care of this if we told him about it. <laughs> well, here's I got an app that did have both of its sauces, luckily. I got the Everything Pretzel Knots. I've had those before in store, so I'm curious as to how it traveled. Wow. They traveled okay. Here's the thing to me is that it just felt very much like bread. I just felt like I was eating some bread. It is heavy. Uh, and it, does it, ha- it has a cheese dipping sauce, yes? It has a cheese dipping sauce, and it also has a honey mustard dipping sauce. The honey mustard is like kind of works, but it's like, oh, like this, you know, like a pretzel and mustard. It doesn't 100% work. It just is very much like a, like a bready thing. And I'm like, okay, so you got these, this everything, you got, you have these, you have the everything seasoning. And so all you're going to do is make, pretzel knots out of it couldn't you couldn't you have anything else for an app that has the everything seasoning on top of it you know what i mean it does seem like a waste and you mentioned the honey mustard and the specific quality of that i actually didn't want to jump over the fact that the ranch dressing and the blue cheese dressing i think for bww's is 
extremely subpar. The ranch wow. is more or less flavorless. It's just there as like a cooling, lubricating agent. Even though I still use it, it mm -hmm. really has no flavor. I've had wing places where the ranch is just like so good you could drink it like uh, like as a drink. Like that's how good the, right. the ranch is. BWWs, it just has no real flavor at all. There's you, a gotta, you don't got to tell you. You don't got to tell us twice. We're, we're Dwiger and I are pouring ourselves a cup of ranch right now. <laughs> There's a I, I I mean I didn't have their I, I use I'm always I always go with blue cheese with wings. That's that's how mm. I and I feel like their blue cheese is okay. Uh, but there is a you know speaking of good ranch, there is a pizza place near us, a local pizza place that that makes their own ranch dressing in house, and it's it's a it's a charge regardless of what you get. It's always an upcharge, but it is so fucking good. It's like the best wow. thing on their menu. It is such a it's such amazingly flavorful ranch dressing, and yeah, I, I do wish that I. It feels like it, if they knock their their sauces out of the park, not just the sauces on their wings, but their dipping sauces. Uh, to your point, Leslie, I mean that that feels like that would just up uh, the whole experience at Buffalo Wild. Oh, wings. some good ranch can save wings, like no matter what you do with. I agree. Them. Yeah, I I, I think that. And look, well, I'll get into it. I think that the wings here are, are good. Are they the best? I'll get into that in my closing remarks. <laughs> I the 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 pretzel bites were heavy and just kind of like bready, and I liked the everything seasoning, but it was that sort of thing of like this should just be something else. This should be something more creative than pretzel pretzel twists. Yeah, it's just as a heavy breaded. It's just that heavy piece of bread that you're dipping in these two sauces. The beer the beer cheese sauce is okay. The honey mustard sauce is whatever. And so I'm just like, eh, I don't know. They could do better than this. I wanted to get the dirty tots, but at this point, and this is another issue with this place, my bill was like getting up towards like 60 bucks. It was yeah. fucking expensive as yeah. hell. It, this place um, is pretty pricey. This place is pricey. Um, By the way, and, dirty you know tots. What? Speaking of garbage pail kids, those are some dirty tots, eh? We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Doughboys. We don't usually take a second break, but that was just so good that we had to do it. I with Leslie Lee the Third. We're reviewing I'm Buffalo Wild Wings. Leslie, you talked about. Uh, you, it's, I, I I do want to square this a little bit because we want to do. You want to cover this place in part because you are on a. Uh, a you're, you're eating keto right now, and, and we heard what you got. But like, how do you tailor your order towards a, towards eating keto at a place like this? Are you just checking the the nutritional information on all the no, sauces? Here's here's the thing about BWWs. They probably have the best nutritional info I've ever seen for any wow. restaurant. They keep it up to date. Even those new sauces that just came out, they're already on there. It's very easy to read. It covers every scenario, every sing single metric you're looking for. And you just got to be careful. You really have to be careful with sauces because you might think like, oh, I got this sauce from this place and it, w and it didn't knock me of a Kato. But that same sauce with the same name from a different restaurant might be full of sugar. Like some of the um, like the jalapeno sauce you can get that sauce mm. at a lot of places where it's perfectly fine with keto this is just like syrup it's straight right. up like syrup uh at bwws so you have to be careful you there are tons of sauces there's a about you know seven or eight maybe probably 10 sauces you can try not have to worry about uh keto but there's some there just like absolutely ridiculous you might as well have like a cherry coke uh, on the side if you're gonna right. have some of these sauces wow uh, i'm looking right now there they, yeah there's a ton of scenarios on here there's a that there's also a, a separate list for calories 
if you're eating while flying on the Lolita Express. <laughs> wow, weird. Very, very specific. Spe- very specific. Only probably a few people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, probably they got enough phone calls from like Malcolm Gladwell, like asking for information. <laughs> They're like, we should just put this on the website. <laughs> Spend a hey, bit too much time. Hey there, BWs. I need the calories. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's Bill Clinton's calling again. Uh, hey, Bill. Hey, uh, how you yeah, doing, what, boys? what what sauce are you asking about? Uh, I just want that dry rub. <laughs> okay, well, we have a number of dry rubs. We have our salt and vinegar. We have our lemon pepper. I mean, can you be more specific? Yeah, do you apply? Do you apply the dry rub by hand, Nick? Okay, you're asking, sir. With all yeah. due respect, we don't provide those kinds of services here. All right, this is a restaurant, it's a family Nick's establishment. <laughs> yeah, I know him. <laughs> look, also, don't be advertising our friendship. That doesn't make me look good. Oh, I know Nick well from back in the day. <laughs> oh no, no, Bill. We took we took a we took Jeez a few it, trips together, Nick. Oh no. All right, time for me to go. <laughs> That's all, folks. God, I, I bet Bill Clinton is so mad that Hillary turned, made him like that vegan skeleton that he is now. Because <laughs> my boy, I know he was expecting when he got to di- around this age that he would just be posted up. Like in a BWWs or in the Hooters, probably more likely. Right. Just eating wings like all fucking day. Things did not end the way I feel like, I mean, are not ending the way Bill Clinton thought they would end. I don't, I, I think that he, uh, especially now with COVID, I don't think that he thought he would be a vegetarian skeleton yeah. <laughs> in the woods with Hillary. He was probably also hoping for more success uh, for the, the TV series based off of his book with James Patterson, The President is Missing. <laughs> um, that kind of sputtered out. <laughs> Wait, is that still going? Are they have they started shooting it or what? I thought they were going to make it for Showtime, but I don't know if it, it actually. Went yeah, it anywhere. was supposed to be for so Showtime. I think killed. it might be. This might be one of those projects that they just quietly get rid of because right. of the, because of everything's going. Oh my god, this COVID thing! Now we don't have to, you know, answer questions about um, fucking Jeffrey Epstein on the press tour now. Right. Oh, right. it's terrible that this has happened, but uh, I guess we're not doing it because <laughs> they literally did have to a- answer questions about Epstein <laughs> during the press tour for uh, Bill Clinton and James Pass. No, not Epstein. I think someone else Bill Clinton assaulted. They got asked. Yeah. And then... Can I, can I, can I come clean with something? Yes. It's still happening, and every time I do Bill Clinton on the show, it's actually my audition to oh. be on the show. Oh wow. wow! Yeah, <laughs> wow. So, I'm hoping that this last one. Do you guys think I did all right? Right, a few seconds ago. I mean, uh, yes, yeah, it was did, good. But uh, it was good. Just to let you know, you are in competition with Dennis Quaid because he did the audio book <laughs> for the president is missing, and I definitely think Damn. he would be down uh, to play Clinton in the in the real thing, especially since he just. Uh, recently, he is engaged to his um, 26-year-old uh, University of oh Texas PhD student uh, girlfriend um, at the age of uh, 65. You know why? You. Why don't why, why, why don't why don't some of these guys who play presidents on TV like he he's a he's a big president guy? They should they should go for it. Why not? The country clearly would oh, just obviously. vote for someone yeah. who was. A- <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're like, it remember is- me? I was president of the movie, and it, the, the 
the Indi- who's the Indi- who's Independence Day president? Is it well? Uh, that was Bill Pullman. Pullman. But yeah, you you could ju- yeah you could one hundred percent see that you could one hundred percent see also too just like a like a guy who's just recognizable and is politically involved like a Gary Sinise feels like a total. I mean, mm. we already saw this with Reagan. Reagan did it. Reagan was the 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 progenitor I mean, of this. Trump did it. Reagan was Trump did it. Yeah, then Trump yeah. did it. Yeah. Trump was your favorite actor before he was president, right, Nick? Uh, you know, he's he doesn't have a lot of range, but he commits. <laughs> you believe that he's playing himself uh, in Home Alone too. Um, it's a uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. It just uh, speaks to how fucking weird our world is. You had Bill Clinton making TV shows, and you got a fucking reality TV show host as the president. Uh, but okay, so you were, you were talking through. I, I want to hear the rest yes, of your food. Speaking bitch. of speaking of weird, yeah. I also got myself a burger, Nick. A burger at... Oh. I got myself a burger. I, I got a burger at Buffalo Wild Wings. What, what am I doing? You might think I'm out of my mind. Bizarre. This is bold. Well, I'm not. It's it's not crazy, because guess what? It got Spoon Man's Bite of the oh. Night. This is the best thing I have. <laughs> wow. What what kind of ch- burger was it? And here, look. All right. There was some problems with it, but it was the cheese curd bacon okay. burger. The curds are cheese, good. Cheese curds on it. Um... This is like a the old Wisconsin diet. Is this burger? Is a, a a bacon burger with double patty, hands uh, hand smashed Wisconsin white cheddar cheese curds, American cheese, bacon, cool heat sauce. What the what the what was cool heat sauce? Hmm. And a halib on a halib bun, and that comes with French fries. The French fries were a little uh, look. French fries don't travel. Uh, especially from a restaurant, if they're in a little container, it just you, doesn't you work. You gotta get the, you gotta get uh, the onion rings. Onion rings are always better. Yeah, the onion rings at B Dubs aren't bad either, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. decent onion rings. But I, I went French fries. I should have put them in the air fryer, but I was just fucking hungry, so I didn't even do it. Nick, I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Wow. Came with some ketchup, mustard, and some mayo on the side. I didn't really put up. You can't really taste the cool, the cool heat sauce, um, but. It was still great. It was a nice, juicy burger. I honestly liked it. Yeah, I, I had the the cheese curds on top were they didn't travel well, and they just you couldn't even really taste them. It felt like you were just tossing on more calories. Yeah, so maybe just like the straight up cheeseburger would have been the better way to go. But it, it I liked it. it. You know, I like their curds as an appetizer. I think their curds are very good. But you're right in the context of a burger, it just seems like they have a lot going on. It might be, for lack of a better term, ungapachka. Just like, mm. just edit that burger down a little bit. Make it a little bit simpler. Yeah, I don't know. You made me mad now that you brought up Inga Pashka. Um, hey, hey, speaking of bites of the night coming from unexpected places. Yeah. My favorite thing that I ate, the chocolate fudge cake. I Hold got an indulgent second. dessert. You don't get to do bite of the night. That's my thing. All right. This is, uh, this is my... Uh, nibble? Yeah, this is my nibble of the evening. <laughs> My nibble of the nibble, evening is the chocolate fudge cake. of the evening? Yeah. It's my own variant. A chocolate fudge cake. So dine in, the, cho- the chocolate fudge cake comes with vanilla ice cream and chocolate sauce. I don't know if it's supposed to come for the dine out or, or not. It was not included. Didn't need it. It was a fantastic piece of chocolate cake. It was so wow. chocolatey, so indulgent. Uh, the frosting was great. The cake was moist. I-, I-, I loved it. Natalie was eating it, and she was like, oh, my God, this is so fucking good. We- I- my mind was blown. This is one of the better chain restaurant desserts I've had, certainly in a to-go setting. I was floored by how good it was. Uh, I don't remember that. I said that uh, I don't think we agreed that Natalie could have any of the food that we get for Doughboys. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a larger conversation about that. <laughs> hey, how about Weiger's Little Nibbles at Noon? How's that? 
Okay, sure. It's a little longer. <laughs> I don't know why it has to be noon, but sure. You didn't eat it at night, did you? That's true. I did have it for lunch. Well, there you go. There we go. Um, Nick, I'm sad that I... Look, I was thinking Dirty Tots, and now I'm sad that I didn't get that chocolate cake. You said that to me over text. It was great. And uh, I, I, I love a good slice of chocolate cake. That bums me out that I did not have it. Damn. I also... Hey, by the way, I also got a, a Mountain Dew. I did the Dew. Yeah. I want Dew over Pepsi. I tried to get a Pepsi, and it said it was on the online receipt... But then they didn't have it, and I didn't want to make a, a, a fuss over it. And then also, I wasn't charged for it. So it was like, well, I guess that's fine. I just got spared the liquid calories. Um, but I would have liked to have a Pepsi. Uh, all I wanted was a Pepsi, to quote Suicidal Tendencies. What are you going to do? So, let's, Leslie, I'm curious. <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? That's a song. The guy he wants he institutionalized, and he says so at some point, he's like, all I wanted was a Pepsi. It's a lyric from the song. Now people are going to say, Nick knows more about music. Look, <laughs> the guy doesn't listen to music in his car. That's true. I know more than Dave Matthews, for God's uh, sakes. I, you have a breadth of musical knowledge. Nick, I, I, I kind of feel the need to speak on this in the interest of transparency. Uh, so I do yes. co-host Struggle Session, patreon.com slash Struggle Session, uh, with Jack Allison. <laughs> and what he has said about your tasting music is he just listens to the soundtracks to Final Fantasy games. Now, this mm. is from Jack Allison. Wow who, you know, has no taste in music, as we talk about on the show. He really just listens to whatever, like, the Spotify playlist of the day is. If it's Beatles, he listens to the Beatles. If it's Kanye, he listens to Kanye. But the, Yeah, he, he used to do the Beatles radio in his car for, like, yeah, serious XM. Yeah, very, you know, radio. tasteless, musically uh, man. But the fact that he's out in the streets, like, besmirching your name, I, I just wonder mm. what you think about that. Well, look, I know better than to get into War of Words with Jack Allison. I will say oh, that, that... Oh, no, please start, <laughs> please start a War of Words. I will say except, that... Except that ends with me out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that that's, that's not a, a fully accurate characterization, but I do listen to a lot of like RPG soundtracks. I do listen to a lot of video game music. I mean, I like to listen to music... I, I like a lot of stuff, but I do like like music, especially when I'm working. I like music without any sort of lyrics... And specifically, like like soundtracks and you know some jazz and classical, but soundtracks, especially stuff I'm I'm familiar with, really lets me like sort of dial in my focus. So yeah, I think that's it's not completely out of the realm uh, of Jack, what reality is. Jack, one time I played Tool for Jack, and he said that it was like disturbed. He said it was like he said it was like oh porn come or on. something oh come on. And wow. I was so I, I was so mad at him, Leslie. I was so mad at him the entire <laughs> ride back. Because he was like, this is like dorky corn. What? This is just like, this is. What? He was like, this is like rap Come rock. Like, and How I was dare like, he? How dare he? Like, that's so, that's such an ignorant thing to say. He, he just heard like a loud guitar and he got scared. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this is just like <laughs> corn. And I know like disturbed isn't cool. So I'm going to say that now. He doesn't even understand like even the difference between like a corn and the disturbed. Certainly he would not understand the difference between like a deftones and a corn and disturbed and a tool that's in a whole almost entirely different <laughs> realm. The fact that he tried to pull that on you, I I'm just, it's shocking. It's shocking, frankly. We, we, were, we were driving back from uh, uh, Lake Tahoe um, for Evan Susser's bachelor party. Uh, we also took Kowalik out into the lake like Fredo, and we <laughs> shot him in the back of the head. 
Uh, what was that kiss of death all about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> trying to kill you, you fool. Um, and uh, on the way there, Nick, I've told this before, but uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but driving there, I had to pull over to the side of the road. and Oh, yes. And I and I uh, and I had to shit on the side of the road. And some Jack, intestinal distress. This is where I uh, I said to Jack that uh, Jack almost died like uh, one of the weasels in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where he almost laughed himself <laughs> to death because I was shitting on the side of the road. And then we and I had to wipe my ass with a sock. Mm-hmm. And then we we came back, uh, and Jack was like, "Please, let's go back, and please let me take a picture of it," because that's Jack. And we drove back, and there was a father and son standing in the spot where I had shit oh. on the side of the road, looking at oh, the view. No. <laughs> Beautiful. It was it was horrendous. It nice was a horrendous photo there. Um, but Jack, you're you're of the three of us has worked with Jack. You may be, Leslie. You win maybe as the Jack handler. You you uh, you handle Jack than better than all three of us. <laughs> yeah, I guess because he respects me. And my intellect a lot. <laughs> you know what? That's, you know what? You, you can stop right there. We figured it <laughs> yeah, out. That's it. <laughs> Nail on the head. Uh, Leslie, did you get anything beyond the wings that fit your no, diet? I, no, I didn't. There isn't really much on there at BWWs that would fit on a KO diet. But you, again, you get the variety with the sauces, and it's a meal that can last you for a while. I only ate four wings when they got here, so I got like, you know, 16. Uh, left, you know, and now uh, I probably won't finish him, but you know, at least the option is there, right? Yeah. And if, uh, by the by the by the way, you um, you have to mail all leftover wings back to okay. Doughboys. <laughs> I was about to say that I was going to give them, I was going to you know peel them, soak them, and give them to my dog uh, to get all the sauce off them. Ooh, um, but if Taco, but that's I'll, a treat. I'll let Taco know that you said that that's not allowed. Actually, no, no, he, the, the, you know what? That's fine. You don't have to mail them back to me. That's a good. That's a nice dog treat. What well, a night! Nice. Yeah, yeah, you just have to be careful because you can't give them because there's all sorts of things in these sauces that dogs can't can't eat or it might upset his stomach. So mm. you got to be careful. You got to pick the wing. You got to clean off real good. Just pick out the good parts for them and make a make a little meal for wow. them. Wow! Wow! Well, there you go. We'll 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 find out hopefully what Taka mm. thinks in time. But right now it's time for us to find out what we think. Uh, we're each going to go Wait, around what? and say we we'll find out we'll find that out somehow. Do you have a dog to human translator? <laughs> oh, maybe Leslie will update us. I'll, I'll, say how much his tail was uh, wagging. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know if he pukes or not. He probably that's that's the probably the, that's about <laughs> the only indication that we ever get. Not that he would puke, but just that like my dog will eat anything and most and like right. like in like inanimate objects like plastic, just anything he will eat it and not puke it out so if unless he pukes out the wings then he's probably okay with it he will eat anything well there you go that will be his oh. verdict but it's time for our verdicts we'll each give our final thoughts on this chain buffalo wild wings and then end it by giving a fork score from zero to five forks leslie you're our guest we'll begin with you so on the whole i it really is like i if i weren't doing kato i and um, I'm not going into the restaurant. I would could probably go the rest of my life never having buffalo wild wings again. Um, wow! I, it's just it's it suits my purposes <laughs> now, but it's not really th- anything I'm committed to. So I'm probably only going to give it. Do you do half forks? Yes, you can. So I'm probably going to do two and a half forks for it. Damn! Wow, two forks, two tines. 
that's this is wild to me because I thought that you really like. I thought I thought that you were like. I thought you enjoyed this place, but you know what? Yeah, generally when a guest picks a place, it's usually a place they're a fan of. It's, it's like, like this yeah. is an interesting yeah, POV. You know, it's kind of you know limited dietary situation, right. limited places you can get food from because there's probably there's better places to get wings, but you might not have they might not deliver in your place or whatever. You know, it's just kind of a you know we're limited to what we can choose from. So I, while I appreciate the fact and all the wonderful things the people down there at BWWs are doing uh, to keep us uh, going through this difficult time, uh, if it weren't so difficult of time, if you know there were a, there, I there's several better wing restaurants. Is basically what I'm saying. There's much better, like the movie theater near my house has better wings than Buffalo Wow. Wow. Wings. wow. It's not. It's not. It's not even wow. like uh, Animal Draft House. Whose food is actually horrible. Um, I've I've come <laughs> to figure out. Jack gets sick. First of all, Jack gets sick every time he eats at one. Not that they're doing anything wrong uh, there, but I'm just not a big fan of their food. But the regular yeah, like cop theater, yeah. it sell. It decided to sell wings, and those wings are better than Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow. wow. I did not expect this. I I I, I am. I'm kind of shocked. So. When we first, we haven't reviewed Buffalo Wild Wings in a very long time. It's been a Nick, while. I, it, 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 we did it for chicken. I mean, it was in the chicken fight. Yes. Which, by the way, Bonchon was not in that chicken fight. Completely different story if Bonchon's yeah. in there. Um, we I gave it four forks the first time we did it, um, and I enjoyed it. I think that my score is now is sub four forks, and I don't know if that's fair to Buffalo Wild Wings because. I do think a big part of the experience of Buffalo Wild Wings is sitting there and getting a big tall beer. A tall beer, Nick. Oh yeah. How fun is a tall beer? You like a tall beer, it's fun. What a treat. A treat. Um so with that out the window, it's just down to the food. And so I was ta- I was thinking about it. And for me, I kind of disagree, Leslie. I I I I'm kind of like what are the places that are better than it? First off, Bonchon is better than it. Bonchon has better wings. Then sure. second off, Wingstop. Wingstop to me is better than than Buffalo Wild Wings, just for the wing quality. Uh, but then after that, I don't know as as far as kind of high delivery fast food places that you can get wings. I don't know if there's too many more. I'm Wing Street does not cut it. <laughs> the one no. that's uh, but if you're saying if yeah, but if you're saying it's not it's better than Wing Street, what are you actually saying? <laughs> I mean, you you are Fair you're enough. right. I mean that is, that is true. But I think Wing Street is like one fork or something. If you were just if you were if you were reviewing it just on its own, I, I think that the wings are pretty low grade. And I think that I think that like you know I think they're better than Domino's regular buff like bone in buffalo wings. I'm going under four forks. But like I said, Byron was here. He was installing a doorbell at my house, Nick. Uh, the doorbell oh, was right. broken, and um. Byron was saying, I said, you know, Wingstop is better. And he said, I just had this conversation with my family the other day. This is what Byron was saying. And he said, I'm Buffalo Wild Wings, and and I have a few people on my side, and the rest of the family is Wingstop. And that kind of blew my mind. Wow. That there are people out there who do really like it. And I don't think it's that bad. And the burger kind of impressed me. I'm going 3.5 forks, Nick. I think that – I think that – I think that – I think that – who knows? And I don't know if, if Buffalo Wild Wings ship is going to sink because of everything that's going on or just being in 
proximity to people is, is you know like people would rather pick up for the next year or two years or whatever but yeah that in restaurant experience is a good time. I like sitting there watching the having the big game on the TV in front of you and having a having a tall a tall beer or a tall cider and taking down some wings. I missed that this time, and on the food alone, it was three point five. If I, if I had been watching Anderson Silva fight while eating these, I probably would like it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I I one hundred percent agree that this is a place that benefits so much for the dining experience. And the question for me to tackle here is: Is this primarily dine-in place worth getting takeout from? Is it worth going mm. to the trouble of getting takeout from, especially if it's not your closest wing purveyor? And by the way, Mitch, before we get before we get into and in, get into this, I just gotta say, as much guff as I give you on this program, you are a natural showman and storyteller. You hit us up with Byron in the first act. You pay it off in the third act. Check out Byron. Wow. What a tease. It, it delivered. <laughs> I had forgotten all about Byron, and then you brought him out, and I was like, oh, there's Byron. Of course. You gave us the prestige. Byron was telling me that he, he was he, we, were talking, we were talking places to eat Mexican food, and he was talking about he was talking about some cool, like, a, an, a ta- like Tacos Ensenada or something that's like a small chain. But he was saying King Tacos, and he said that we should. And I said we got to review King Tacos. We've never done King Tacos. It's come up a few times uh, lately, and yeah, we should we should cover we we should probably cover King Taco at some point. Even though I'm not sure if it if it really has much of a presence outside of L.A., I'll have to investigate. Mm. Uh, right. But but is getting back to my point? Is this dine-in place worth getting takeout from? I don't know. I, I kind of lean towards no, unless it's the most convenient place for you to get wings. Uh, just just comparing it to putting Bonchon out of the equation and and comparing it to Wingstop, just head up, just head to head, straight up. I go Wingstop like ten times out of ten. I much prefer yeah. the the wings and the sauces at Wingstop. I prefer it's a better ordering in experience or ordering out experience rather. Like they they're just they're just more set up towards that that that's their whole thing their storefronts are are just basically you know like a pizza place it's just a a, a wing dispensary effectively and I, I so I would go Wingstop over 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 B Dubs anytime but I I do feel like it's not quite like is this Buffalo Wild Wings is this Buffalo Mild Wings. Oh. <gasps> It's kind of in the middle. I think this is Buffalo medium wings. Nick. Yeah. I got to stop you right there. You are a showman as well. Wow. <laughs> the showman. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Doughboy's new name is the showman. We're the showman. Uh, we give you a show. I, 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 I think this is Buffalo medium wings, and I'm going to, wow. to split the difference between you guys and say this is a three-fork dine-out experience. Um, and uh, dining in is another story because I, I have the time of my life every time I go to a B Dubs, and we'll see if we ever get to have that experience. If they again. get that ranch together, it could be it could be five forks. If they got the ranch together, yeah. wow, yeah, they watered down. It's a watered down ranch. They could make some they, tweaks to here and there and, and really improve their product. They fucking ran the ranch through through the river. It's 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 watery and the blue cheese too. I mean, like you can barely. Here's 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 a bad sign. When you yeah. can barely tell the difference between your ranch and your blue cheese, always a struggle. Always a struggle when you get the yeah. order. Well, that's tough. That was our return to Buffalo Wild Wings. It's time for a segment. Nick, got, sad. Yeah, it's it's sad to see a decline when we. When, it's sad to see a score go down. Is it you, not? You realize how much of the uh, how much of it is just to Leslie's point the experience of being there. How much of it mm. is just like 
affected by the the atmosphere and uh and just being around your buds uh watching some sports um hey i got a food related exam and mitch and leslie must compete for superiority it's time for a little segment called slop quiz and today's slop quiz theme is star wars bread canon or legends i'll name a bread from the star wars universe you tell me whether its origin is canon Wait, or uh, Legends, Legends being whoa, the expanded whoa, whoa, universe is determined whoa, whoa, by Disney. Whoa, 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 Yes. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Yes. Did you just say the differences are canon, meaning the official mm-hmm. word of God, what Star Wars is, which I thought last time I checked was created by George Lucas and not Disney yes. Corporation Limited, whatever it's called. And Legends, which is the EU, which George Lucas actually oversaw himself, read everything in it, that's the one that's not canon? That's the one that doesn't count? Oh, God. I'm going by Wikipedia's assessment of these as pertaining to Disney's evaluation of whether they qualify as canon or what Disney calls Disney okay, Legends, well, which is the ex- expanded conversation by with the people at Wikipedia right now to get that language updated. I would prefer if we're going to talk about this, we at least as a compromise use EU and DU for Disney U. Okay, I that okay. would be. I'll have to amend my answers on the fly a little bit, but I think I can okay, do and, this. DU and or I don't want to hear that L word again. That is a slur. That's a slur. Wow. There is nothing worse wow. than seeing a book on the shelf that you, you've had for, that you've bought, you know, maybe 10 years ago and seeing the new version with that vicious, nasty word on it, basically trying to tell people that it doesn't count. That, it, you know, the thing wow. that really, the, the, the specific thing that really upset me about this is Grand Admiral Thrawn. How they were yeah. like, well, we got to get rid of the we can't the, the whole heir to the empire trilogy. We got the Dark Force Rising. We got to throw that out. The Timothy Zahn books. We can't say that's canon anymore. Uh, but we like Grand Admiral Thrawn so much. We're just going to commission Timothy Zahn to write a new Thrawn book that somehow wedges its way it's into the Disney universe. It's collaboration. It's collaboration. I'm very disappointed in what Timothy Zahn is doing. I'm true. I'm he he loves the character and he's trying to do his best. But for him yeah. to participate in this sort of historical erasure is just absolutely sickening <laughs> to me and i'm a little frankly nick i'm a little disappointed that you even like wow. use those terms and frame it in that way knowing i was going to be on here i'm actually a little bit shocked i'm a little bit hurt i wow i am just i'm flabbergasted i'm flat wait till i tell jack about this wait till i tell jack about this wait till i tell wow. Bugmane about this that's a name that hasn't come up on this episode <laughs> so far the elephant in the room um mm. the man who you know the ghost who haunts podcast who started hunting doughboys and now has moved on to struggle session he'll be very upset to hear now that he has said that you know his time on doughboys maybe have come to an end that now you're using that as an opportunity to put out that sort of propaganda that he would certainly would not stand for if he were here wow well leslie hey, i was ex- i was to excited co- to do it yes you were excited to do the podcast with him and now you're not because no, of this? I, was, I was excited to do a star wars segment but i have been chastised for using the canon or legends terms i apologize and i will use i will I'm, call du i'm, or I'm sorry e. i got hot about that but you know just some things are important you know, some things are important. I agree. Nick, fucking do it right or don't do it at all, all right? 
<laughs> All right. Nick, you know what? These these motherfuckers, they got rid of Jubnuck. Jubnuck lived he lived inside the Rancor. The Rancor yeah. ate him, but he lived inside, according to uh according to a canon pop up book that Lucas approved. And now this new asshole comes on and thinks he can say that Jubnock is dead. <laughs> yes. That's bullshit, Nick. Yeah. That's bullshit. Jubnock lived. Jubnock lived in the EU. And hey, which of these breads live in the EU and which lives in okay. the DU? We're going to find out as we go through it. Now, I'm going to say the first one is a gimme, but after this, the difficulty ramps up real fast. And I am going to say that everything that was designated as canon... Uh, on Wikipedia, I am just going to attribute to DU and vice versa for EU. So that's how these the answer key is going to work if hey, you want to have any disputes. Can I quote a newer Star Wars to 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 just go back to the bug main stuff? Yes. It's time for the bug main to Whoa. end. Wow. I, I disavow. I disavow. <laughs> All right. First question. Buzz in by saying your name. Hmm. Portion bread. Mitch. Go ahead, Mitch. Fucking DU trash. <laughs> you are correct. Portion bread is prepared by Ray in The Force Awakens. <laughs> it's like the thing that people love about the people love that about the movies is like the bread rises. Who cares? You, you saw know the bread rise. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> that bread's yeah, pretty you cool. Can, they have a recipe for the fucking bread on StarWars.com. <laughs> like who wants Star Wars that? Land sucks too. I'm not a I'm not a curmudgeon. I'm a nice man, and they ruined my little Star Wars stuff, and I'm, I'm sad. You don't like exploring the planet of Batu? Who wants Batu? No one wanted Batu. Kathleen Kennedy, what are you doing? Who wants Batu? How about tattooing? How about anything? Show me a fucking Ewok, for God's sake. Show me anything else. Batu, Nick. Yep. It's Batu. Go see all your what friends. What is Batu? What is it? I don't know. It's another desert planet. They needed more of those. All right, next question. Why do, why, do they, why do they think we want to try blue milks? I mean, whatever. Even that could have been handled differently. Hey, uh, next next bread. Is this DU or EU? Five blossom bread. Leslie. Go ahead, Leslie. I believe this is EU. This is designated as canon oh. on Wikipedia. This is DU. This is from the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. In the episode, Senate uh, Spy, Padme oh. says See? she used to make five blossom See, bread See, this as is a where child. the complication comes in, because me, I instinctually think that anything to do with the prequels is, of course, you know, um, is the real canon. The uh, EU. Right. So this is where the confusion comes in. It's kind of like a like a question. It's like, so what does the original Star Wars film count as? You know, are the if 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 I chime in, would I say canon now, meaning that they're Disney, even though they weren't made by Disney? So see, I mean, I, I maybe I maybe when I came in so hot, I broke your game a little bit, uh, Nick. Is what I'm saying because <laughs> we just don't don't agree on all these terms. Right. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. For the purposes of this, I will do canon, Disney canon, and L, mm -hmm. the L word. How about that? Just to make it very clear. Just to make it Perfect. Dis the, Disney, <laughs> the Disney canon and the EU. The EU. Disney canon and the EU. Okay. Okay. Great. 
Yeah, because the L word could be confusing because there is a trick question on here where the answer is the L word, the show. <laughs> the okay. show, so, wow. Yeah. Is that just bread? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Noryath meat bread. Mitch. Go ahead, Mitch. EU. Mitch, this is from the EU. This is from the Star Wars novel Before the Storm. Noryath meat bread is referenced in dialogue. You know what? I heard it, and I think that I meat liked bread. it a little bit. That's meat why it gets bread. the it's it pretty cool. The EU. All right, sticking with breads. Next hey, bread. By the way, is Joe Saunders going to show up at your apartment and fucking try to break your knees for this little quiz here? This is oh, breadcast territory. I'm in breadcast territory. Hmm. He doesn't own Star Wars bread. Forget it, Nick. This is breadcast <laughs> town. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, go on. Next up, meal bread. Meal meal bread. bread. Uh, uh, Mitch. D-U. Mitch, you are correct. This is designated Disney canon. And guess via... how I knew. How? It sounds like yeah. shit. <laughs> that, I really think that's a good way to go with it. I think, <laughs> I think really. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm, I'm checking up on this. And you say meal bread. Meal bread. Now, this does have entries on both canon and legends. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Have I just eaten? Am I going to eat my words? So, it appears... See, this is the complication. It appears in the Clone Wars as well as, you know, Republic Commando novels. Now, I do think... It depends on, like, which came first then, you know? or, 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 Or is it both? Is it both? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't talking about the necessarily the origin of these, but if it was established as canon at uh, some okay. point in in Disney's uh, slate of IP, um, oh, yes, okay. the the meal bread meal bread is designated as canon in the anthology before the Awakening. Finn eats it at a stormtrooper All mess right. hall. All right, we got a couple more. All right, good. It's I I was right in that it was it just sucks. We got a couple more, Mitch. You you have an insurmountable yes. lead, but Leslie, I think you can uh, uh, you can play for honor. Uh, next up, breadroot patty. All right, I'll go, uh, Leslie. I'll, I'll, I'll just take a guess. I, I haven't paid attention to the food in Star Wars, but I'm gonna guess since it's a little more complicated, this will be a EU only one. You are correct, Leslie. You're on the board. Wow. This is from Order sixty six, a Republic Commando novel, and it's an edible white colored patty served with breakfast. But. But here's the thing that's funny, like, you, you, Milbret started in the EU and then was made canon, but Mitch knew it was the Disney canon because it sounds like garbage. So they picked the bad thing <laughs> from the EU to bring in. Milbret, somebody actually at Disney read that and was like, yeah, we should uh, keep that. We should keep that. Not Mara Jade, but we should keep Milbret. Man, Mara Jade's so cool. Oh, well, well, what well, can you do? We can remember hey. that she is still real because the real canon is, of course, the EU. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, is this one real or not? This is the last entry, the last question. What is this Star Wars bread, DU or EU? Donut. Donut. <laughs> I feel, I, I want to say, Leslie, I want to say... I feel like this would probably slip in in one of the YAEU novels. I feel like, because they wrote a lot of those, and I feel like some young writer just out of 
just got their MA assigned to write the 15th Jedi Academy flight school novel, just says fuck it one day and puts a donut in. I agree. Well, Leslie, you are correct. That it is a young adult oh. novel. However, it is a canonical oh. young adult novel. Wow! Published under the Disney regime, Choose Your Destiny and Obi-Wan and Anakin Adventure, published in 2019, where a donut dispenser droid serves donuts <laughs> and goes haywire. Leslie, Very you were cool. right, but it was the opposite. It was the Disney people yeah. being jackasses <laughs> and, and being lazy about it. Shout out Wikipedia, of course, for uh, for all the great intel there. Uh, that was a uh, that was slop quiz. I did a Wookie noise. That was very good. Ugh. Nick, I have liked you played it. it? <laughs> the, the football team it used to make me do Wookie noise. Mitch, if mm. Disney Plus does a Wookie like... series, I I hope your agent is already on the speed dial. I you would make a great look. yeah. They wouldn't have to make a top part of the. They wouldn't have to make a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a restaurant via your feedback, let's open to the feedback. Today we have an email from Marge. Marge writes, Hi, Homer. <laughs> My son Bart isn't doing his homework. <laughs> All right, the, only, the only cure for that is church. Come on, boy. <laughs> hey, Homer. See you at church after we have a drink at Moe's. Dad. The sermon this week was a little bit more boring, dude. Now, son, there's a good lesson to be having every sermon. Come sit on my lap. Lisa, you too. Coming, Dad. Jump in here, Weiger. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Lisa, you sound like Marge. Yeah. I got this. I get it from her, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyway, today's email comes from Marge. Marge writes, I decided to celebrate my birthday this past Sunday by going to Taco Bell for the first time in about 15 years. I had a crunchy gordita crunch, a Doritos Locos taco, a Chalupa Supreme, and a Quesarito. R.I.P. The Chalupa was my order in high school, wow. and that held up for me. The crunchy gordita crunch was satisfied, uh, was satisfying, but the Quesarito was my favorite item that I tried. I wish the shell of the Doritos Locos taco was more nacho cheesier, but overall four and a half spoons. The hell? Question hey, I kind of like it. Question for the feedback. Is there anything you haven't eaten in the last 15 years you would like to revisit? Shout out to Emma, Wally, and Irma. Wow. Hey. Um, first of all, you've wasted the last 15 years of your life. It's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you should have gone. Why didn't you, why'd you wait 15 years? Yeah. Um, you know, Popeye's is a place that I didn't visit as much as I wish I had. Uh, until honestly, until the pop, uh, till the podcast started, yes, and then I, I realized how good Popeyes is, and I uh, and I enjoy it quite a bit. Fifteen years is tough because in my mind, I'm like fifteen years ago. Where the hell was I? Fifteen years ago, I was out here. This is my fifteenth right. year out in this fucking city. God, fifteen uh, years can fly by when you're an adult. It's yeah, de- it's depressing. Yeah, this this now sucks. This question sucks. It's not your fault. <laughs> Uh, but Nick, you know, I've said this before, but like, you know, a Pizza Hut buffet and things like that are the things I miss from that long ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that's the 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 distinction. Do we want to talk about stuff that no longer exists? Because that's a that's kind of a different thing versus something you've chose you've chosen not to eat. I guess both are valid. Uh, let's you know, you know, you know what? No, you know what I haven't had in fifteen years is a, a meatball sub from Wegmans. Wow. And that I, sounds and I, great. Because it's the last time I was at fucking 
at Ithaca, and I really liked oh, it when I was Wegmans there. Oh, Wegmans is my local grocery store. I can get you one. Hell yeah. Ship it on over. <laughs> Include those wings, too, yeah. please. Uh, <laughs> I, 15 years? I, like, you, you mentioned, like, Pizza Hut. Like, being able to go into a Pizza Hut and play, like, the, turn, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Like, I would like oh, that best. diamond dining experience again i would also like you know for my family to be together for my father to be here just if i can just return to that warm cocoon of being a child that would oh, be man. uh great but i i guess like a, a pizza hut buffet and some arcade games would be pretty close godfather's pizza too which i don't think exists anymore at all uh, i would like to have that again as well um i have a i've never had godfathers i don't think there there aren't a lot out on the west coast but I, I agree that that pizza buffet is so good. You know, I have actually been to, we've been to Shakey's Buffet more recently for the podcast. But even that was, I was like, this is not stellar, but it's still fun. I'm still having a great mm. time here. Um, and I, I feel like buffets, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but in the age of, or post-COVID, it feels like buffets are just going to, I mean, if not go away, at least like recede. We're going to see a lot fewer of, of, of fewer self-serve stations because it because people are just like so much more concerned about hygiene, you'd think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But something I haven't had in a long, long time, you know what I think of is just going to a straight up green burrito. And we've t- wow. we've tasted some green burrito items at the hybrid. Uh, there's a there's a you know there's sometimes there's a green burrito menu at the hybrid uh, Carl's Jr. Hardee's. Uh, they have either green burrito, or red burrito, depending on which side of the Rockies you're on. And I you know they're they're just offerings are they're kind of paltry and they're not as good. But if you go to a proper green burrito, I used to actually really like that place. And just a straight up bean and cheese burrito from a green burrito is just fucking dynamite. So yeah, I think mm. that, and I think also. Uh, just, just, you know, like, 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 I'm trying to think of other chains that have gone, uh, by the wayside. Uh, a lot of them we tried for the podcast, but Nick, yeah, you know what? I just said one the other day. I'm just realizing this. Um, the, uh, in the Brown Derby when it was in LA, mm. there's only, uh, if I went back 15 years, I think there was still one open in LA and I never got, went to the, to the LA one, which was kind of famous back in the day, but they're the creators of the Cobb salad. Yes. And there's one in Disney World, and I believe maybe that's the only one left. Yeah, it's... But, uh, it's... Also, what like a shitty Back to the Future type adventure we'd have is that we'd go back 15 or 20 years and just go fucking eating. We'd go around town <laughs> eating. <laughs> we should go back further to when our mums were horny teens. That's the lesson of Back to the Future. Oh, man. Everyone wants to resist their mom's advances. <laughs> <laughs> Every what guy's weird, dream. What a fucking weird. That is strange. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah. So yeah. Mulaney did that bit about you know how weird the plot of that movie is, but I did when I actually went back and watched it again. It's even weirder than he points out because the plan of the movie. This is McFly's plan is to literally is to sexually assault his mother and have his father stop him so that she falls in love with his father but what actually happens is that he doesn't get the opportunity to try and insult his mother and so biff comes and does it and uh, his plan succeeds that is the that is the climax of the movie that is the thing that happens in the movie is that will will mcfly be able to convince his mother that he's trying to rape her. Um, it's that's the film. It, Dear God, bananas. 
Sounds you know like what? it holds up. He pulls it off. He does. <laughs> yeah, it works. Everything works out fine for everyone. I'm, I'm not sure what the trauma his mother um, has to live with, but you know, by then, by the time we're thinking about that, we're already into Back to the Future too. And then also, Biff is like still like the friendly mechanic yeah. that they have at the house. Yeah, they keep him right. around. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, what? Biff, he'll, he'll never get it together. <laughs> Let us know a food you haven't eaten in the last 15 years that you'd like to revisit. Hashtag fries from your grave. And what hey, if you have hell? a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast no, no. at gmail.com. What the hell does that mean? Or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. We talked about, you know, we talked, we mentioned hot salad, you know, yes. like, ha ha, hot salad. We've done this a million times. Mm-hmm. You know, we should let the bit die in some way or whatever. And I'm all for new stuff, but fries from the grave. What was it? Fries oh, from r- your grave. Oh, so rise from your grave. That's a pun on rise from your grave. It sucks. Wow. <laughs> Leslie Lee the Third, thank you so much for 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 uh, uh, being able to do the show. Thank you so much for sharing uh, all of your insights. Uh, what would you like to plug at this time? Yes, uh, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, Patreon.com slash Struggle Session. You can get your bonus episodes there. We do one or two bonus episodes a week. We talk about movies, music, comic books, all things pop culture. We're going to do an episode of Real Housewives soon. Like just We are wow. really dig, uh, but we can also do anime, video games, literature, like all sorts of stuff. We just had a neuroscientist on um so we we do a lot of different stuff i think it, our show is really really good and i hope do- the doughboys listeners will check us out jack is wonderful on the show i know you all get very mad at him for having uh, independent <laughs> thoughts but i i promise you i keep him in line um on, on that show so don't worry about it please check us out two very two two extremely intelligent guys and I love my Jackie boy. And Leslie, I've, 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 I, I have not known you nearly as long, but uh, I love you oh, too. Thank You're a great you. guy. I and, love uh, you too, was, man. And it was, it was, it's great too, to Nick. finally get you thank on. Thank you so much for having me. Love you, Leslie. A delight to have you on. A delight to be on your show. There are some episodes of Struggle Session with the Doughboys oh, yeah, if, you, if you're looking for a jumping on, on point. About five or so six check, now, yeah. Check that out. And hey, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, it's those sweet icy tubes we know and love, popsicles. Comedian Emmy Blotnick joins from the Big Apple, that's New York City, for a popsicle taste test extravaganza. Is it fudgical or fudge-sickle? We'll find out. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Sources for this week's intro are available in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>